Hey, hey, everybody. It is our first official episode of 2022. We are back and we have the full team with me. I've got Michael, Ariat, Nick, and Dylan. Say hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hi, y'all. Hi. I will be hosting, but I'm still a little tired from New Year's, y'all. <laughs> Not even last year. We took a little bit of time off to enjoy the holidays, but we are back. We are rested. We are refreshed. And we missed some news while we were away. So let us jump right on into our Salem Spectator Special Report, sponsored by who, Michael? Emmy Award winning Tatum Plain. <laughs> exactly. And in that honor, the first bit of news we are going to discuss, though I put it a little bit further down on the outline, I'm going to move it up. Um, the Soap Dish Super Sleuthers strike again. A little bit of teamwork between Ariat and I led to the confirmation that Katie McLean is back filming at days. And she on, oh, I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to say it full stop. That picture of her in the dressing room for was confirmed. You're speaking for yourself. For the show, allegedly. <laughs> that damn okay. picture of Cameron Johnson Always. keeps coming back to bite yeah. us. <laughs> yep. We're going to go along with this is all wasn't bit blanket allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> to cover the show, we will say that I, Tony Ann, am fully able to say I 100% believe that Katie McLean is back on set. She was in the Burbank dressing rooms and she posted on she posted on her Instagram saying she was happy to be back on set back at work. We didn't know what set it was at first, but then I remembered that Cameron Johnson posted from a dressing room and it looked very similar to Katie's. And thankfully, Ariat still had the picture and we were able to confirm it. And it looks like Katie McClain will be back on our screens later this summer. How do we feel? Happy. We, we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to have any weird, awkward Horton family mm -hmm. um, gatherings anymore. <laughs> where certain people are missing and certain people are there. It's, I'm happy. And I always liked uh, Katie certain a little people. better. Certain people. Yes, I'm saying certain people. The Negroes weren't there. <laughs> but I've always, I always did like Katie in the role. She made me like her more than the original. So I'm happy. Yeah, like I, I love her and I loved her Jennifer and I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to have her back. Me I'm too. scared to speak on it. <laughs> no, go ahead, speak on it. No, I'm, I'm scared to speak on it because if I, I speak <laughs> and it doesn't happen, that, I know I say it a lot, but I mean that I'm done with this show. To be honest, I was when I saw it, I was like, I'm, I, I took a screenshot of it. It's still in my phone, and I didn't put it in the group chat because I didn't know for sure. And I started doing a like a mental check in my head. Okay, all my children's off the air. As the world turns is off the air. Oh God! Why her her sorry, her character on YNR is dead. Thank God. I'm like the only set she could be back on is days. But I was, I just wasn't sure. So I just never said anything. Yeah, that was <laughs> and me. And then I was scrolling Instagram, and I happened to see in the picture. Because first, first, my first thing was like the the wall the wall color in her room that she posted from was very similar to um, the color of Carson Boatman's room because he had posted um, 
he posted a story I think like the day the day after she did and it was it just it was very similar so I went back and I looked at the picture and then I noticed the shelving unit in the corner and that's when I remembered Cameron's picture so I ran into the group chat I grabbed Ari and I was like uh do you still have that picture and she posted it and then I about freaked out because it was the exact same room same couch same color same shelving unit everything there was no denying it she was at Burbank last week I'm gonna say a thing like I feel like if they're gonna film as far out as they film they need to ban the cast from taking like Hello, I've been saying this for years now. Or posting it until after a certain date. Yeah, like, because if you notice, Allison Sweeney, she takes a bunch of behind the scenes stuff, but she never posts it until after it airs. Right, because that's what you're supposed to do. (laughs) I'm just, uh, hey, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. I'm just saying that is what you're supposed to do Mm -hmm. so you don't inevitably spoil anything. No, it's not one, it's not no, it's, one specific person. It's, it's all of them. It's, it's all everybody. Of, yeah. they do everybody it. Oh, young and old. Everyone <laughs> does. Every everybody does it. Like we saw, I think I think we saw Lindsay Godfrey in a makeup chair. Um that wasn't her. That wasn't her, but um the picture, we thought it was. Yeah. There's a I don't know if she's a hairstylist or something, but she looks like she has similar features to Lindsay, but we did see Lindsay's picture in the cast photo. In the cast chart, yeah, which yeah. is the next thing I was okay, can, can I can I um say a thing? Go ahead. I don't want to see that blurry ass cast picture no fucking more. You know what's funny? I don't want to see it no more. No. When they drop it, it drops. You know what, what's funny with that? People zoom in on that picture and struggle to see who who is where and all that. But when you, and you zoom, know what that and, means. And when you zoom and you know up, what that when, means? No, but when you have and like... you know what that means? Your ass wasn't supposed to see it. No, but the thing is, when you zoom out, and look at the full picture, you see the, the cast better. You're able to tell them much easier. That's why I keep sending the full picture. Because I looked at it, I was but, like, but oh, that's what? the guess back. What? Guess what? It'll be more clear once they drop it, when you were supposed to see it. No, but, <laughs> that thing is, but that's, not a, that's not a chart that's ever going to get dropped. I don't, that's we, that's well, specifically for in-show use and listen gays fans can basically work for the fbi i've said it i've said it for years the we thing can, is though we I, could find jimmy hoffa if you gave us a couple pieces of information <laughs> the thing is though I, I wonder how often like that chart gets updated how accurate it is I think that's what i'm like I, I really want y'all to stop because hey they probably updated it twice since we've seen it <laughs> We know, I mean, we know let, it's, we know, it it's up to, we know it's up to date. I'm using this as a transition. So no, I'm not going to let it go. You're going to let me speak. Um, we know it's up to date because it has Lamone Archie listed in the recurring section of the cast because he is apparently no longer on contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel. He wasn't doing anything. Where, so where I, do we begin with that? I mean, okay, like for me, there's like there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I, I'm just gonna say it because people keep trying to make this argument. 
and one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, these two things are not the same, okay? Stop trying to use Victoria's recurring status as an argument for anyone else's recurring status, particularly someone with a little more melanin. That part. I'm just going to put it out there. Please don't do that. Those things are not the same. Those situations are not the same. Let's not go through the history of why those things are not the same. Like, don't, don't, don't be obtuse. Don't do that. Um, Secondly, for me, whether someone's on contract or recurring isn't that big of an issue because it's a matter of how they use them. Yeah. And when it comes to how they use them, I don't think that they are using him. I don't think that they have used him to his full potential. So when they had him on contract, so I don't particularly see them using him to his full potential now that he's recurring. I don't see where that would change. I don't see a reason for it. And And my thing is, I've said it before, if I, and this is going to go back to the fact that the man has a little more melanin than other people. But if I had a cast member that was on a fairly popular primetime show and a show that also gets a ton of eyes on it on Netflix, I would find a way to take advantage of that. I can only think of one reason why they're not, because you cannot tell me that if it wasn't Robert Scott Wilson or Carson Boltman on Riverdale, that they wouldn't find a way to pimp that out. You can't tell me they wouldn't. And they had the perfect opportunity too with all the Beyond Salem press. Did Lamone even do any Beyond Salem press? Mm, Not that I can remember. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Was he even? Oh yeah, he was on, never mind. Yeah, he was on Beyond Salem. So, I mean, I, like, I, I want him to thrive. I'm, I'm going to be honest. That's where I am at this point. I, I want him to do well. And whether that means he does well on the show or whether that means he, you know, moves on and belongs to the primetime streets and ends up, you know, on own or, you know, wherever. Would not mind him moving for good because like, if you're not gonna use us just let us go it doesn't make sense to have yeah. someone that talented with that much potential to bring in audience at your disposal and for you to just not do anything with them well see in their mindset they're automatically thinking well we let you go do another show other shows don't let you do that so they think, think they're coming off easy with that when in reality they're not like, I they, they feel like they're doing why him they a don't cross promote it. Yeah, it doesn't make because he's not. He's mm. not in story. <laughs> like he's not. Like you can't cross promote something that's not happening. Like and you know not why it's that, not happening. That's two different like, networks. Two different networks. True. Wine are trying to promote GH, which would help the salt community thrive. But yet again, I mean, it, listen, it Dave, listen, Dave has gotten not one but two shout outs on ABC primetime shows in the last few months. They got a shout out on a million little things and they got like a little spoof moment in that live action facts of life thing that they did, the live on stage but, thing. But, so but, it, but, it can but, happen. But, but oh, okay, so. okay, but are they so? No, that's true, don't are, are, but, Okay, that's like Kellogg's trying to promote posts. But even <laughs> Come like- on, baby. You can't buy Nike from Adidas. 
can, can still somehow promote it, like having well, interviews. Yeah, especially because it's not direct a direct competitor. Like it would be a different thing if his gig was General Hospital or yeah. you know the Bold and the Beautiful. But like those I would audience, not mind him there. Hold on, <laughs> no. No, neither show would use him any better than Days is using him. He'd be he'd be farting on B and B. No, like <laughs> he'd be in segregation. I lay ride on Queer. Like, I feel China. like they. Lamone has had quite a lot of like Instagram interviews. I feel like they can they the show either show like could use him being on both shows to their advantage. And I don't get why they don't. I don't understand it either. I didn't understand it when Camilla did Star either. Like, if if your people are out there hitting it big, bank on it. Like, it it has never made any sense to me at all. Well, well, look, in their mindset... You can say that. It's the same thing. <laughs> my computer just turned itself on <laughs> I'm trying I to thought I was having right. I ain't gonna lie I thought I was having a little cold part no, okay. No. <laughs> okay I lost my thought okay see in the olden days when soap stars used to get other gigs they used to just flat out kill y'all Christian Alfonso Deidre Hall you, you see what I mean? So now yeah. in their mindset that like, oh, at least we're letting you get other jobs and stay on. They think they're doing the best that they can just by doing that. So I can see their mind process, but I'm not saying it's not fucked up because it's very fucked up, but I can see their mind process. Well, at least we're letting you come on and do a few lines a week. We're letting it, you do both. Woo-hoo. It's, it's also really <laughs> frustrating because Elani found... I mean, look at Vanessa Anton. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was. She got GH screwed. Huh? Yeah, and that was pretty recent. So, of course, they're going to look at that and be like, well, Vanessa Anton got another job. That we fired her, but we're letting you stay on and do both. You got a good deal. They, you, you know they, what I mean? They actually use her. Not well, but they use her. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't use Lamone. And that's yeah. the weirdest part because that's been fans, com- what fans have been complaining about. I mean, for a while now. Like, how many years haven't Ilani Fans campaigned for stories? And, and I feel like Ron, like I mentioned in the group chat, Ron focuses on his creations. And it doesn't make sense that he doesn't focus and give Ilani a story because Ilani, as a pairing, not as an individual, but as, as a pairing, is. Mostly a wrong creation. It is so, his creation. They weren't yeah, I mean, though. yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> I mean, I know why. Dylan knows why because we've right. experienced it. Like, <laughs> but Ron does not write for black characters. He's writing like right now. He's writing for Paulina and Abe because it's Jack A. And Chanel. That's it. That's but that's because she's connected to Jack A's character. If she weren't we would probably be having the same complaints about Chanel that we had about Theo. It's, that's well, just the I way he operates. I don't, I don't know, because remember, he had black uh, I do. like to live looking for Pika mama. Pika Sumter has entered the chat. Oh, ooh. 
like we're not (laughs) okay how gorgeous is she how talented is she how many stories does she get she barely got any thank you that's this is just when it comes to ron the thing is if you ask ron he would think he's doing a good job he doesn't see the issue no 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 i don't think he i think it's arrogance and also i to be honest, I think a lot of it is I just I can't even like I don't know. His e I'll say it, his ego. His ego once y'all start calling yeah. that white man the writer, he yeah. started thinking he better than every fucking body in the genre. He won't take any criticism, he won't take any comments, he writes what the fuck he wants to write, and we're stuck with it because he's the lesser of Dina Higley. It, it's and also like it, when it comes to like in regards to specifically black characters, it's kind of a YNR situation where they get a lot of credit. Yep. But like he gets a lot of credit because the bar is in hell. Yep. Like when the bar is in hell, you don't have to do much. At all. And comparatively mm-hmm. speaking, like, yeah, you like comparatively speaking, like, yeah, you know, Chanel, Paulina, Jack, like, yeah, they're getting a lot when you compare them to like somebody like you know Paris over in the bold and the beautiful but like compare them to their you know compare them to like their like compare Alani to Chabby is it a male female thing does he have an issue writing black men as opposed to black women yes yep YNR has that same issue too so they they like they never wrote anything for Brighton slash Devon to do. Well, well, then again, that's been all the souls. Yeah, it's a a genre-wide thing. Because AMC were right for Libya, but they were right for Derek. The only... We think about it. uh, The only people I remember getting equal was Jesse and Angie, and that's it. And I think that was because Agnes Nixon. That was because Agnes was there to guide that. GH... We saw what they did to Justice. Mm. Um, right now, GH is using Curtis. I don't like Curtis, but they're using him. Mute his mic. <laughs> no, he's not either. wrong. I'm they're, sorry, he's not wrong. I, I'm not, in my opinion, like I, I have, I'm not gonna, I'm not forcing my opinion. I'm just saying I don't like Curtis, but they're using him. They're using um Trina. They're using Portia as supporting to Curtis. They're using them, oddly enough, and we see them more than we see people on why not other people on days like <laughs> no no hold on hold on they you they using the black folks on why not they just ain't doing that <laughs> it's- I, I mean why is is what it is like the the problem least with, that they, they didn't came a long way they have they used to be just the first and the 15th now Devon on every damn day but they do not a fucking damn thing they ain't doing nothing and then I mean, they don't even show sex on their show anymore. <laughs> but, but like we've we've kind of gone around the world. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, days I'm, kind of I'm, I'm gonna kind of rein this in. I'm just gonna say Yeah, I'm um, sorry, but it is around the show issue. It's not just us. Yeah. Of rec- like recurring or not, use him and use him well when you have him. Yeah, Please. that's what that's I was what gonna I want. say. I, yeah. I want them to I want them to use him like I, with Day's contract recurring, no matter who it is, doesn't really bother me because that, you know, they use people 
as they see fit. I just hope they see fit to use Lamone well because well, he deserves see, it. Will, I, it will the, bother me more if it was just him on, you know, just not getting story or getting a bomb story. But I'm seeing that happen with Wally Kurth and Judy Evans. So it's, it really makes me think, okay, is it a race thing? Or is it Juan just doesn't know what to do with these recurring characters aside from Sierra? But like, I, is, I want to know what it is. But does he know Recur- what to do with her Recur- either? Like, I... <laughs> I and then I'll get out that damn room, yo. Wait, but well, look, the thing is, recurring is one thing. But when he was on contract, he didn't use it exactly. either. Yeah, he didn't use it Like, if it, if, it, if it had suddenly changed because he was off contract, I would understand that. But... but that and nothing's changed. He ain't been doing nothing all year. Yeah, He's been I, a supportive husband to Lonnie. That's basically and yeah, exactly like, we talked about that, it. That's basically our, what he's done all year. We the talked goal. about it on our year-end podcast. I mean, yeah. Eli Grant was my favorite male character of the year, but all he did all year was the, support. The thing is, though, Lonnie. now on recurring, I don't think he can lead a story. I don't think recurring characters can lead a story. They can play key characters in the story, but they cannot lead it. But I mean, they that's, can if you write one. That's not true. Because yeah, it, it, that's because what I'm... Brandon Barash was recurring the entire time that he But was he sent. did not lead the story. That was Camilla. No, he was, he was a lead in that story, too. They both oh, led yes, that story. Yes, the thing yes, is, the, but also that You're story not was very isolated. It was isolated to those characters. Yeah. I'm saying like you can have a major story, but you cannot play like a bigger story. And what I'm understanding is that it's gonna be isolated, and you can play a big, like you can play a big part in the story, but you cannot lead the story while on recurring because, like, they write stuff, and if you're not a whale, you're. It's up to you if you're able to film it or not that's kind of what I'm understanding what recurring is so like when you're on contract you have to film it so when you're on contract you're guaranteed x amount of episodes per week that you know you're you're guaranteed to air x amount of episodes per week recurring they just they just use you as you're needed and they only pay you when they if they were to get a story well speaking um, of recurring it it would be more isolated but Lonnie could get a story of her own because Sal is on contract. And I'm, what I'm understanding, she will go back and forth between contract and recurring. I don't know. But as of right now, she's on contract. He's recurring. Well, speaking of recurring, due to that damn leak cash chart that I'm tired of seeing, <laughs> we found out that Greg Bond is coming back as Eric Brady. Isn't Greg he... Rickhart is coming back as what's that man's name? Leo Stark. Leo Stark. And Chandler Massey and Zach Tinker are coming back as hard body Burton Ernie. <laughs> I'm excited for all of these returns. I'm happy to have Leo back. I'm happy that Will and Sonny are coming back. I'm thrilled that Eric is going to be back in a recurring capacity. Like this is all shaping up for it to look like the spring and summer of days is going to be amazing. I'm so excited because Will is definitely needed right now. Um, 
because Allie yes. is going through it, especially with what's about to go down with Chanel. Like, I think she can use some guidance from her big brother. Um, oh, we were oh. Sunny is going to be needed for the Kyriakis stuff because I can actually buy Zach Tinker's Sunny as trying to run Titan because somebody needs to because Lord, it's a mess over there. And I'm excited to see what Leo gets up to. After seeing him in the Christmas movie, I need Leo to work with Paulina. Bring back Paul. We would have to recast him, but yes. I'm fine with that. I'm I'm so good with that. Bring... uh, who the dude that played Brad on GH? Perry Shen. Perry Shen? Bring him. No. <laughs> Look, at least I'm trying. There's not many Asians in this drama that we can pull in this in this genre. The Lee Shin should have been a recast, Paul. Yes, he should have. Yeah. He's been all no. too many. Well. Well, look, we ain't on enough. I don't think they're gonna notice. Let's use it. Doesn't he also? I think he has a brother that could work well. I think I remember Ryan um, from TV Source fan casting his brother as. <laughs> Damn, Paul. y'all, y'all weren't feeling Brad from GH. Not for Paul. Well, I love, yeah, I love no, him he's as just Brad. Brad from GH. <laughs> he's just Brad. He's not. He's not Paul. Nah. Certain, you know. <laughs> That's just not a character that I see him playing. It just it doesn't fit him for me. Yeah. I'll let y'all have that one. <laughs> I'm I'm exact I'm excited to see Zach Tinker on the main show as Sonny. I really am because it's taken long enough. I did really like him on the spinoffs, so it's gonna be fun to see him interact with the rest of the canvas. Um with Justin, with Victor, with Xander. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I miss the old son. You Don't, do not. You do not. You, you do miss, not. You, you just want to call that man that fun of him. <laughs> oh, okay, but you know what the key word in that sentence was, Nick? Miss. I miss old son in his matlock suits. They brought me a yeah, little bit of joy. You, because you've lost something to you've lost something to be able to make fun of. That's the only reason why you miss him. Uh, Is God. that so wrong? <laughs> uh, yeah. Cause this Sonny's an upgrade. And we get to we, yeah, I mean, we get yeah, to I, enjoy the I get it. He hard body. He hard body Ernie. I get it. I don't miss the anti-chemistry version of Wilson. This is the Wilson that actually has chemistry. I'm excited to see what they can do. Well, they stop. Okay, we're just going to move on. And yeah, our, last, da, da, da. our last bit of news, uh, Lindsay Gottfried is returning as Sarah on January 20th. How do we feel? Think, listen, I'm I'm excited because I'm like one of the three people that liked Sarah. <laughs> I like Sarah. I, yeah, I, I like Sarah. I love Lindsay, so all of this is great for me. I liked I'm her. Excited because you, I'm. Go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. I liked her. Like as Tony would say, I liked her before she became Betty Boop on steroids. <laughs> if she if she goes back to that, the Sarah bef- she was before she started being comedic she Sarah, I'm love. okay. Bullshit. Like <laughs> it was not good. But if she goes back to the Sarah she was 
before she started being comedic, I'm okay with it. Hello. I'm here. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know what to think. Honestly, I don't. But the thing is, I think the story sucks. But that aside, I don't like Xander and Gwen. I don't like Xander and Sarah. But I feel like Sarah is needed, needed in the story. So it's good that she returns. I don't care if she does or not but they need sarah in the story and she's coming back so i guess i'm happy for the fans but i'm not saying anything until i see the story because uh i don't know i am sarah return optimistic if sarah returns to be a comic relief oh that's uh, the thing. I, I don't know help. how she could because they're not in the same place. She's not in the same place anymore. But because she's, thing, she's, but I, I kind of feel like I'm gonna talk about it in this. I'm gonna talk about that in the story section. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay, because my thing is um the way she left, she had a brain full of the hallucinogenic drug that Gwen gave Abby that Abby is still taking medication for to control the hallucinations. Sarah has been unmedicated on this thing for almost a year. Which means- Jesus, it's been a year? Yep. She um, left in March. Good Lord. <laughs> so it, she has to be different. Let this give rise to the dark Sarah I have always wanted to see from the moment she came to town. Now we know Lindsay can play dark very well. We know she can cut because we saw that when Kristen had, you know, when Kristen was pre- pretending to be Sarah and Lindsay had to actually play those Kristen moments, she did it very, very well. So if they wanted to take Sarah in a bit of a darker direction, Lindsay could 100% pull it off and they have the perfect opportunity to do so. And please, God, let her target Gwen the way that Gwen targeted Abby so we can get some karmic justice. Um, that is treading dangerous ground because what I don't want and and Ron has a tendency to do this for his creations I know where you're going but go ahead (laughs) I I don't want Sarah thrown under the bus to prop one up I I don't want that I have zero I I feel like she yeah I know so do I and that's I don't know if I want her to go after Gwen completely because this is I would say 90% Kristen's fault. It is 90% Kristen's fault, but the, the drug that she got injected with. But Gwen didn't know that. Well, no, but, but she's known drug- for how long that Sarah was being. Yeah, I mean, she should. If well, since found- December, right? Three months? November. Yeah. No, and she's never. actively trying to keep people from finding her. That she can yep. go after Gwen for, but Gwen didn't know that the drug was used. But the only reason the drug ever even entered the conversation is because of what Gwen did to Abby. Yeah, I Abby- get that. But like, I feel like if they don't have her go after Kristen, it's going to be a huge miss in this story. Because... Kristen is I, I want her to go after both in a perfect world I, I, I think Xander and Sarah teaming up to destroy Gwen and Kristen could be really fun 
I don't need her to go after Gwen. I just need her to be an inconvenience for Gwen. Yeah. Because right Mm -hmm. now, Xander is too comfortable with their situation. She's uncomfortable as hell, but Xander's too comfortable. I need her to be a pain in the ass, not intentionally, but because she just needs Xander in this moment. Comfortable as in like living and seeing. I need need Xander to be torn, to be honest. Why would he be though? No, he's no, no, not no. going to no. be torn. We already know he's not. Well, yeah, they've established that he won't be torn. That's like, why. why would he that's be? why she's so scared. That's why she's yeah. That's why she's panicking the way she is. That's why she doesn't want Sarah back in town. Because she knows that the minute Sarah re-enters but, the picture, she's going to be dropped like a hot potato. Why would he propose to her? To reassure he's, her. He's trying to reassure her. Because the thing is, I think Xander really thinks. We probably should talk about this later, but we'll talk about this later when we get to that part of the story. But after the conversation that he and Abigail had, he's proposing to Gwen specifically to reassure her that he's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just proposing to Abigail. We'll get there. She's married. (laughs) That That don't don't mean mean anything in this town. Stop anybody. Yeah, y'all both said it at the same time. And on that note, we have wrapped up this uh, extended news segment. There was a lot of stuff that happened while we were away. So let us jump into our stories. Uh, First up, Roman and Kate ring in the new year with Steve and Kayla. Roman asks Steve to look for Philip, and he agrees. Kate is uncomfortable, and once Steve and Kayla leave, she tells Roman the truth, and he agrees to keep her secret. I did not see this coming, but I love it. I love yeah. that she was open and honest with him because I was terrified that this was going to be the bomb that broke them up. So I'm glad they didn't do that. The timeline <laughs> were not happy. Like I saw my timeline, they were mad that uh, that Roman is keeping the secret. Because it, I think had the charges against Brady not been dropped, he probably wouldn't be able to keep the secret. But Brady's not in jail. Yeah. So Roman's thinking yeah, that no, harm, no, foul. no harm, no foul. He's going to do what he can to protect Kate's son. Yeah, they, the, my time and they even was said in that, even They even said in dialogue, like, Roman was like, I don't think I can keep this. It's Brady's life is on the line. And Kate had to hurry up and tell him. They're like, no, they dropped charges. I like that she told him, but there's no stakes to it. <laughs> like he Brady's free. There is no stakes at this point. Now they just need to send Philip to get the care that he needs. Oh, but there actually is, but they're not gonna address that elephant in the room. Hmm. What's the elephant? Because I'm not even sure I know. Brady what it thinks is. he fell off the wagon. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh, it's yeah. interesting because I thought- and nobody wants to talk about it. They're not, they're they're not dealing with that at all they're, think not, they're gonna wait until philip comes back if they do that is a huge miss because i feel like i thought this was going to lead to to something else for brady and chloe i don't like them but here's what i thought i thought that once philip had injected him with all like the alcohol it will lead to brady starting to fall off the wagon and chloe as they've been getting closer, like she's been noticing things that she noticed when they were married and what she was afraid of. Remember that conversation? 
I thought yeah. it was going to lead to something, but Philip doing all this, especially this part, and it not leading anywhere. What what was the point? Because they haven't even really touched. On, Brady hasn't even been seen since the exorcism. Like they haven't had a chance to really play the beats. And I don't know that they're going to because they're going to head right. It seems like they're not going to do it. That's what I was going to say, because the uh, one other thing we forgot to mention in um, our new segment, which I'll bring up here, um, Craig and Nancy are coming back. So it looks like Brady and Chloe are going to be headed into whatever's going on with Craig and Nancy, because Brady's going to be her support system while she goes through whatever's going on with Craig and Nancy. And this is why people ask questions when Ron starts weird stories because (laughs) you get these characters into certain places and then you just leave them there and don't address what you've done. You can't push somebody off the wagon and there be no consequences for it or no, no addressing it. Like it's just the fact that we're just going straight to Chloe and her parents. I do want to see them. I'm excited about that. Yeah. But how can Chloe trust that Brady's in his right state of mind why would she be making a life with and having that come back let's say if like philip returns sometime next year and waiting waiting that much time until he returns wouldn't make any sense either i do wonder if they're gonna wait until brady gets put into a high situation of stress but um, i don't know not that i care about brady but it would be a little too late like it should have started to happen right after philip did all of this well it's i mean technically it's still because of this weird timeline it's still right after that yeah that's true it hasn't been it's only been like it's only been like a week because he disappeared on christmas eve and it's only just a couple days after new year's now yeah they're still in that time frame they can address it i won't hold my breath for them to do that because this is wrong yeah, it just it makes it that that's my thing like don't don't go there if you're not gonna they, they tend to do that and my whole thing is like don't don't open the door if you're not gonna go all the way in the room yeah because like they they even like very very lightly tapped on the fact that injecting brady with alcohol was potentially fatal because kate was like you could have killed him and philip was like well i was willing to take the risk and then they moved on like that's that i think that's when kate was like yeah he gotta go to the funny farm because yeah, no that was the moment she was like yeah my kid yeah, okay. that was such a good he, moment though he's like, a fruit he's a fruit loop that's what he is because he's such gone. a good breakdown moment i really thought that was gonna take another turn i was say nick this <laughs> story was trash but the breakdown for philip was i loved that scene it was so good but for <coughs> i felt no sense for him to do all of this and it not having any long-term consequences for brady i mean it should have consequences for philip but he's been sent off so it is what it is with him but like and that's really not not really the consequences that michael i'm sorry but no he, he should have went he should, they should have sent his ass to jail oh well, we could have at least we could have at least they could have exposed it we could have seen him be carted off in a straight jacket 
and Kate <laughs> and Victor being upset to be honest, about it. The trial that we should be seeing instead they of don't DJs, do that anymore. Yes, it should have been kidnapping Phillip. Sammy. It should have been Brady going on trial for Phil's murder and then having yep. Philip revealed in the courtroom. Ooh. That's that's what Helena did to Laura back in the day. They could have had, had a nod to <laughs> remember that strange scene. No, I think that was Stefan when they thought he killed Catherine. Was it? They, they Wrong show. <laughs> they, yeah. they could have had a nod to like quote unquote Philip's new face. Remember that scene? Yeah. Oh, that scene was hilarious. But there were a lot of missed beats and missed opportunities in yeah. this story. I'm hoping it will eventually come back around because Ron has this thing where like he'll do something and then it seems like he drops it and then he'll pick it up a few months later and it makes something else make complete sense. So I'm hoping that that happens. I just hope it doesn't take too long to get us there. Yeah, because like the more time that passes, the the weirder it's gonna feel to try to pick back, try to pick the thread back up. Yeah. yeah. But circling back to our main story, uh, <laughs> when Steve and Kayla leave their New Year's Eve celebration with Kate and Roman, they stop by John and Marlena's to apologize, and Marlena apologizes for everything she did while she was possessed. Kayla tells her it's okay, and then tells her that the only moment she was really shocked by was the moment that she kissed her, and Marlena was quite shocked about that, and Steve continues to be an asshole about this kiss he had not one moment but two moments where he was just a complete prick and marlena puts him in his place any goodwill that okay. Steve johnson two earned things. over two christmas things. Two things. yes two things one i told y'all see johnson was a bitch <laughs> <And> two, <laughs> two they are so rude for pulling up at somebody's house unannounced after midnight they well, look at okay. somebody to open the door. I, it's, don't, it's crazy. Don't it. No, no, I'm not going to excuse it. It's crazy, though, <laughs> because they said that they saw the light on as they were driving by, as if they don't live in the same fucking building. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they live in the same building? <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, it's, they I live never in the knew. same re- redecorated house. house. Literally this, it's, the, it's literally the same set. The only thing that changes is the damn curtains. <laughs> and the fr- no uh they have and the a kitchen. kitchen and the and they have a kitchen okay oh. so these said townhouses are built very close together so maybe they were driving down the street today <laughs> and saw the light on but even still it, it well i mean this still, is like yeah i'm not gonna hold them on that because you had trip and chanel not Tripp and Chanel. Tripp and Allie show up in Johnny and Chanel's bedroom with a heartbreak. Oh, oh, oh. I'm Unannounced, uninvited. <laughs> yeah, no, that's unexpected. That's, I, was there. I was there. Like, at I least they, they could have been getting the whole I hate, show. Right? <laughs> like, that's just a thing that they do on this show. It's weird. People and just, they have. People just weird. pop in. They, not even that. I think the sets needs to either expand and make it look like an apartment like but make it look like a, because, make it look like a different apartment yeah <laughs> john and marlena have had so many people staying with them at various times they've had they have brady and rachel they have had sammy they've had susan but you well, take a look at that set and you don't believe that that place is big enough to hold all those people yeah it's like the, the tardis house yeah <laughs> 
but the townhouse, no. But circling back to our main point, because we seem to be going all over the rainbow today, um, Steve Johnson is an asshole. Uh, because there was a moment where Steve and Kayla had a kiss for New Year's Eve and he's like, don't worry, it's actually me, baby. And I literally wanted to punch him in the fucking face. Any goodwill that man garnered over Christmas with that flashback to classic Stephen Kayla died in that moment <laughs> and then was further buried when he made the joke in front of Marlena. See, the first joke didn't bother me. The second one did because he Can knew you- that it bothered Kayla. I refresh my memory on the second joke because I was not paying attention. It was basically. Mean, I didn't give a care. I didn't care. No, he, he made a... asked if there was anything going on between Marlena and Kayla, and Marlena was like, basically put him in his, his place and was like, no, there's nothing. No, he was like, he was like, are we sure they're just friends? <laughs> what the? It was, just, it was just like a. It was just an, it was just made him look like an asshole because he already knew that Kayla was uncomfortable with what happened. Yeah. So for him to bring it up again in front of Marlena was just like really. And he knows like he knows Marlena was possessed. Like, dude, what the fuck? Okay, I, rem- I kind of remember. Keep going. Now. <laughs> it was I all love just a big. It was all just one big what the fuck. I just, I mean, Marlena's face and John's face when Kayla told her about the kiss was hilarious. But I could, (laughs) I could have done without. I could have done without Steve in that scene. I can, I could do without Steve on this show at this point. But that's a whole other topic of conversation for a different time. Mm -hmm. I want Kayla's. I want Steve and Kayla's children, or they can go. I'm, I'm maintaining that. I don't need them on here. Just being which one? They're biological children. They can be recast. Oh, and just like that, you go back to grandpa. <laughs> That's their kids. We can't change it now. <laughs> Anyways, anything, I'm just saying this. The one you here. want got buried without his organs, fam. It's not happening. Who? Benji? <laughs> yeah. Benji like, ain't got no I, organs. I said, I said his son. <laughs> no, his son. Why the fuck his do you want that? That right? That's not even the one we're attached to. He wants well, Joey back, which is basically, I mean, which I mean, in the last, the last version of Joey we had was basically ambient in human form. I, I he wasn't always. He wasn't that? always like that. It was just when his girlfriend left. <laughs> I don't I think he's talking about Joey. Ben- I said bring that Benji's son and Blanket. Oh. That's who I said to bring Blanket. back. Why would I want to bring that little winch and blank face? <laughs> I mean Stephen Hawk. They did they have mentioned Stephen recently for the um Demera stuff, so he's yeah. around. Yeah, yeah if they brought back. him back though, it wouldn't be he wouldn't be in their element. He'd be he'd be in the Demera for yeah. time. But Uh, I don't remember what I was going. We can move on, Tony. We don't. We don't care no more. Okay. Well, we're going from one thing we don't give a fuck about to another thing. We oh don't my give god! A fuck about. Oh no! my god! <laughs> Nicole discovered.
discovers Duke has been destroyed and contacts Wraith, who apparently has nothing better to do than search for a stuffed bear, even though there are people missing and actual criminals to find. Nicole thinks Sammy did it and Wraith questions EJ. And when I tell you I do not give one iota of a fuck about any of this mess, I mean it. Um, this why is the story a thing? Terrible. I am maintaining Ari. <laughs> And Galen should ask for hazard pay for having to perform this shit. <laughs> you, I'm, this I'm is maintaining my. Ron, I'm keeping the same Ron. energy from last year. Ray Fernandez needs to be fired. He's yes. an awful cop. He's what branch of the? I just want to know what branch of the um FBI did he graduate from? Because ain't no way in hell you. <laughs> you branch are this, of the FBI. Because he's ridiculously stupid. You. And the thing is, he never used to be. But man, has he been drinking the water in Salem way too long. I told him I would not see you have, last year. What is Ron doing? Give him a Tiffany blue box with a pink slip at the bottom. <laughs> I, Honestly, I need I to understand know. why this storyline is even a thing. Because there's, there's so many other characters you can write stories for. But no, we have to watch Duke freaking Bear. Ah! Like, no, what is this? I swear if that life-size bitch shows up on this damn show. <laughs> and we're, in, we're really investigating a teddy bear. Teddy bear. But, like, when I saw the whole little scene go down and the whole thing, the first thing that came to mind was like, damn, people are really dying that they never died before. And it was just... <laughs> like... I, I didn't care. You got fugitives running all over Salem, and you looking for a damn bear? Like I just—the thing is, though, I mean, I'm glad Ava is being messy. I prefer her like that. I don't. I really did not like the domestic housewife she became last year. But a teddy bear, come on. I'm happy she's but, being messy. But you I know just something? Prefer Here's be something thing. else. Here's my <laughs> thing. Kristen goes missing. And you don't suspect Ava at all. She's living in your house and sleeping in your bed. And you don't suspect Ava at all for helping. But soon as that damn bear... (laughs) (laughs) Soon as that bear comes up decapitated... That (laughs) That man's head is full of beans. There's nothing (laughs) up there. He literally... He better be getting fired next week. Please, God. Like I all can't. that gave me was like it's so obvious he's looking for an excuse yes. to be able to end this relationship. I, I, and it's we, like, dude, you ain't even gotta work that hard. Just break up with her. I, I was gonna say something man. in the group chat before <laughs> a few days ago when I watched this. I was gonna say something. This is oh, I really do not like how this is gonna be end up being, I think. What pushes Rafe and Cole together? Because Rafe has been gaslighting. Okay, Ava is Ava is Ava. Like she has. Well, he's been. He was. He. You're not wrong. He was gaslighting her until she found out. Now she's turned the tables. Yeah, but but now gaslighting the fuck out of him. Honestly, I hope so. And when I say gaslight, when I say gaslight, do you mean literally? No. Do you want her set, set no. on fire? <laughs> I want her to have a picture of her father that she talks to. And she goes, Dad, 
how how much more hell can I put this man through? And we see the picture, and it's a picture of David Canary. I, I want her to send him through I mean, the trenches. Oh, you want her to do to him what Adam did to Dixie? Yes. I want him gone, and I want him to stay there. I need Ava. Since Ava, Ava is cooking all the time, I need him. I need her to start poisoning his food. Please start. No, but like, no. The, the thing is, I don't like how it's obvious, but I don't like how they're using this. And then eventually, if Ava does something way worse, it's going to end up being her fault. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, and this is going to segue into our next thing as well. If Rafe breaks up with Ava, I want Nicole to tell him to kick rocks. Yes. Yes. I want her to do that with both of her options at this point. Both of them. Well, she, well, she already did that with EJ, which we're going to talk about now. Um, EJ comes to Nicole to take her back, and Nicole basically tells EJ to shove it in some really good scenes that gave Nicole some much-needed point of view. Can we keep Nicole like this? Because I loved it in the moment when she said, you only want me because Sammy doesn't want you. Rafe wants me, but he's going back to Ava. I am so tired of being a man's second choice. For once, I want somebody to just choose me. And honestly, I'm at the point with Nicole that if nobody else is going to choose her, let her choose herself and tell all of these men to kick rocks. Yeah. Great. I yeah. really love those things. I, I like that point of view they gave her, but I still don't like where Nicole is as a character. I'm not feeling EJ and Nicole either anymore. And I think it's because it's clear that Nicole is her is his default choice. Yeah. And I think we I think we just want Nicole to be able to live by the words that she said in these scenes across the board. Because yeah. we don't want Nicole and Rafe either. No. But and hopefully she can stand up to Rafe and say, no, I'm going to be on my own because I'm going to choose me since nobody else has ever been able to do that. Because if you think about it, Nicole has never been anybody's first choice. I think maybe the first time with Eric and then she messed that up by choosing Lucas. But after okay. that... Choosing money. Choosing really? money. <laughs> but really? like after that, like she, Brady never chose her first like nobody nobody ever put her first so it's about time that she puts herself first and like to be fair though like I I was always when it came to EJ and Nicole I was always like I'm going to enjoy this for what it is because to me it was always clear that this was not like a love match for either of them at this point. It was very, very clear that he was still in yeah, feelings over Sammy. It was very, very clear that she was still mourning the end of her marriage and in the middle of whatever this thing is with Rafe. Like they, this, this was never, to me, it was never them like connecting again on that level. Yeah, so, like, it wasn't that. It, it was not that deep. <laughs> it it was fun and it was hot and I quite enjoyed it but it it always had like an expiration date to me yeah it did 
Does anybody else have anything to say before we move on to the next thing? Mm, nah. But when they bring Greg Bond back, I want him to be very conflicted with his him in the church and him wanting to be with Nicole again. And like I said to you in the group chat, if we're going to go down this road, he needs to pursue her. Yeah, for sure. It, it needs to be a thing where he realizes that he isn't as fulfilled without her and he needs to pursue her and show her that he's all in and he's choosing yeah he's he gonna have to do some good begging like i said last year in one of those episodes i can't remember father better get down and start eating a little ass oh <laughs> my, my god god <laughs> new year save mess this is why we love you anyway we are moving right along into more mess um Gwen is spiraling now that Xander has spoken to Rex and is terrified that he will find Sarah. She talks to Ava, who basically tells her to just calm down. <laughs> when Ava is telling you to calm down. <laughs> You're doing a lot, Gwen. <laughs> right? The most. Like, girl, relax. Like, ain't nobody gonna find her. <laughs> like, at this point, Gwen is going to panic herself right out of her relationship. Yeah, she is. Yeah. That would suck. I want her to be exposed. I want to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> she, But she's showing her insecurities. That's always been her Achilles heel. She can never just accept that life may be working in her favor. So she has to go the extra mile to protect it because she's insecure and it always sh- screws her. She's her father's daughter. Uh, yeah, she got all of his worst tendencies. <laughs> Because this, and I, this I is this it. is Jack with no voice of reason. Yep. Yep. Yeah. This, yeah, this is this is Jack. This is Jack listening to all of his worst impulses. And those remember those tired dad dreams that we used to get every goddamn year <laughs> that drove me up oh. a fucking wall. This is basically how Jack would act after he had one of those. I just and and it, it, it when Ava's got to be your voice of reason, you are down horrendous. Yeah, but and I like I like Ava, but I'm just a thing is a thing is a thing. <laughs> you are down horrendous when Ava has to be your voice of reason. Oh, and honestly, I'm kind of shocked, given her current situation with Nicole and Rafe, that she's not encouraging Gwen's spiral and making her lash out. Well, the thing is, as crazy I will as say we- this. Oh. As crazy as we know Ava can be, she's not, she hasn't completely lost her shit yet. Like she's yeah, I was irri- just about to say she's, she's irritated, but she's rather calm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's being very smart and rational about this. Yeah, she's mad, but she's not going off the walls. Yeah. So and that's what I that's what I thought they were gonna do, which was gonna annoy me. But I'm and, okay and with honestly, her just scheming to irritate them. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, she has every right to be mad. Oh, at 55 years old (laughs) has had many opportunities she's straight up if you have feelings for nicole (laughs) i will bad oh we have no issues no beef no nothing we grown 
And he lied Every so time. many times he went, to her face. He went from talk. He he literally went from telling Nicole how he felt about her and how hard it was to stay away from her and woo 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 to going and, and, home to Ava and telling Ava how she was his Christmas spirit. Like Nick, no, no. And my thing, he was lying. Listen, the way I cussed him out that day. <laughs> It is like he was lying on things where he didn't even have to lie. Did you yep. see Nicole today? And you, no, I didn't see Nicole. And Ava literally <laughs> saw you talking. You're giving yourself away at that point. So, but it's also hilarious like, that Ava is also annoyed with Gwen every single time Gwen enters the room. Because like, Gwen, Gwen always does too much. Like that's the, that's that's what Dylan said. Like if Ava has to be the one to tell you to calm down, Ava who does the most at all times, quite right? often, is telling you to calm down. Gwen, you're doing too much. Relax, man. And, and not in, only man. that, not only that, I've noticed the thing with Gwen and Ava that y'all always talk about Xander and Jack a lot. Every time Gwen and Ava come together, have you noticed that Gwen's mess take more priority over Ava's mess? Every yeah, I don't think she's ever asked Ava how she. Uh, she yeah, she doesn't. The, nope. the friendship is one sided. <laughs> I mean, well, is like, it even really a friendship, Kristen? Threw them together because mutual blackmail is what bonded them. And like, and like I wouldn't Ava mind them being friends. Ava has but, to literally look like somebody punched her in the stomach for Gwen to go. Oh, what's going on with you? Ava doesn't even want to talk to Gwen. Like, that's the thing. Like, Gwen has nobody else to talk to because Ava's the only person who knows the full story. And the only reason that she told Ava is because Gwen needed to emotionally vomit all over somebody because she couldn't hold it in, which considering how long she kept the secret of who her father was, you would think she'd be a lot better at this secret keeping thing. But Ava is basically her default friend. And Ava lets you know every single time Gwen walks into a room that she is not here for that. And it it brings me joy. Ava is just like, I have other things going on right now. I want Ava to go ask about her son. Honestly. Like, they haven't even seen each other. It feels like it's been months. It's like, it so months. weird because like her, like a good 75% of her issues with Charlie was because of her obsession with Trip. Yep. And now like, he's like right across town and she's like, oh, I'll see him when I see him. Like, I think the last time they had any scenes together was when he told her about Chanel and Allie kissing. And that was back in the summer yeah like august september somewhere no wasn't it like during the zombie apocalypse no I think oh yes yeah it, oh, no I no no it was, it was after that yeah it was during days of the walking dead okay yeah that's the last called, time we saw them together because she called trip when charlie when she got the fuck out of rape's house she ran and called trip and they met at the pub and you would think after the whole devil possession thing like Trip would go knock on his mother's door and say, "Sorry, I thought you were crazy, but it turns out you were right." Like, yeah, they didn't even have follow up scenes about that. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, they the they have the beats there to make these stories better or more richer. Richer, thank you, Dylan. But like, it's just <laughs> it's they just don't do it. They 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 take everything. Every big plot takes precedent over character, and it's kind of exhausting. Yeah, that's why, like, you look back sometimes, like, when you do a rewatch, 
you'll be like, wow. Like when you're watching it live, you'll be really engrossed in what's happening because there's a lot happening. Yeah. But then after some time passes and you go back and you rewatch it, it's like, okay, all of this stuff happened, but when now we're, you know, four or five months down the road and none of it matters because it was all just like plot point to plot point to plot point to plot point. Okay, story's like, over. Like we did all that to make Charlie Hennessy's dad. Ava has yet to go see her <laughs> grandchild. In, in the full year, in the full year, I have waited. And Ava has not went to see her grandchild at all, hasn't babysitted. And you Allie, would think, with took, her being Allie the race. took him over there, like, right after the truth came out. In, like, I want to say, like, March or April. And that was the last time. And even still, that's weird because, again... The whole plot point of Ava, Ava wanted children and a family. They rammed that in my head as she was bringing down the plane that killed Sean Brady. Nothing. All that cookies she doing, she ain't make no cookies for Henry. She, she, she ain't make no lasagna for Henry. What's going on? I, I don't understand. It's weird. It, it's very, very weird. They engulfed her into Hernandez family for nothing. Because at the end of the day, rape is about this is about the end. It's coming. Yeah. So, so what I, do you? Yeah. What do you do with Ava after this? I'm interested to see what they do because she's still there. So I'm very interested to see. She's gonna be in a damn Salem Inn room with all seven other characters who live there. <laughs> the only person who lives, the only people who live there right now are Xander and Gwen. Everybody right else has now. a place. Very true. right now. And how's she gonna afford the end? She ain't got no job. Where is Ava getting money? Hopefully, she goes back to the mob because I'm asking that question. This is stupid. Like, I'm tired. Like, ooh, I know. Have her go back to the mob, and then we sh- when she starts, when she has to like put a head out on somebody, have her make Trip kill them in surgery. <laughs> like, Trip could be a like mob Allie's doctor. Yeah, let's do that. I feel like Allie's gonna give her a job at Sweet Fit. Good, no more no. cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it it will make it will make the most logical sense. Allie's gonna feel sorry for Hennessy's grandmama. Oh well, Chanel's busy right now and she's down. How about you take over some duties at the bakery? Precious breast up to the screen. Oh It'd be interesting if like Ava got a job there and then found out that Allie cheated with Chanel. Ooh, Ooh that that works. I like that. And then, then she maybe starts decided in the town through Alice's donut. Or then maybe <laughs> that she decided work? that she was gonna go back to the mob and start running money through sweet bits. Oh, I like that too. Ooh, that's good. That's good. That's yeah, good. when she, yeah good. when she, when she finds out that Ali cheated, you have her start sabotaging the business. But but, but you know something that would require a sweet bit set. True, we can have them selling. Donuts Looks into the, the camera out in the square. <laughs> You're never gonna let that go. <laughs> like we got a front, we need a set now. Just take the Hernandez kitchen. We don't need it. <laughs> We really don't. Don't. Like, I, 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 I actually want did. that house to be Sean and Bell's house. Yeah, or else's. Sean, Sean and Bell and Rafe can literally swap sets. Yeah. 
because like they literally like that little den that they used for Sean and Bell's house used to be Rafe's house before they decided to give him the kitchen. Rafe's which that, was it? Because yeah, that, that, that whole yeah. Rafe no, moved to the cemetery. That's where he need to move. Isn't to. Isn't that well true? It was the way you they, you they, try to kill off Rafe every time. I'm tired. They were also doing. <laughs> they were also doing a double as when Rafe had David. Rafe was that set also doubled as Rafe's house because after Rafe let go of David, um, Hope was there helping him pack David's stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. What set are we talking about? Are we talking about the kitchen? (laughs) No, not the kitchen. Sean and Bell's... The den den they used for Sean and Bell's, which used to be also doubled as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also doubled as Rafe's. Yeah. I was going back in 2019. (laughs) We were talking about 2020-something. And yeah, and then they gave Rafe back the kitchen because that kitchen used to be Maggie's, then it became Rafe's, then it disappeared, and now it's Rafe's again. That's right. It did disappear. I forgot. Because when when the Hernandez family was actually a thing and we had the mom, we had mom, dad, and all the siblings, like we had should have been Eva LaRue. Or even Florencia Lozano. Oh. Both of them told me to tell you they are not old enough to play that old man's mama no <laughs> they're not they're really not but i i, I would overlook it because i love them so much listen listen if lisa how do you say lisa Lo cicero yes if she can play dante's mama on the general hospital and we got used to that kate can play billy's mama well yeah, yeah. but thing is first of all olivia was a teenager that don't count <laughs> <laughs> she was a child when there she had it. Like a decade between them. I don't so care at, what kind of math you do. There's four or five no years at worst. Exactly. Olivia, Olivia just looked good. Older than <laughs> she does. All right. Well, oh, we are Kate just had having... to be ten when she gave birth to Billy. And Austin we're, is older. We are just all so happy to be back together and reunited that we are just talking about everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> so not not just that. We just don't care about the story. We don't. <laughs> going to rein the crazy train back in and move us right along. Maggie asks Abby to help find Sarah and she talks to Xander to get details on Sarah's last day in Salem. They deduce that she ordered a private plane and Abby is going to talk to the Demera pilots while Xander talks to Titans and the Shadier pilots to see if they can track her plane. I really enjoyed Xander and Abby in scenes together. They were fun. Yeah. I I enjoyed Abby doing I enjoyed Abby doing something other than worrying about what Chad is doing. Yeah. Abby in reporter it, it mode was, is everything I ever wanted. That she is gives the only, me young Brooke English. That is the only takeaway I have from this story is seeing Abby like being like investigating and like her reporter side is coming out, but this story is not doing anything for me. Which goes back to something I said last year. Which is Abby Gill and Chad are much better. When they're not around each other. That's why I told you they should have divorced. <laughs> How many times should they divorce though? Don't they don't need to get back divorced? together right now? But but guess guess what? Guess what? When you this would have been a third. Don't have to get back together. It's that part. <laughs> like, they can they can be co-parents. <laughs> it works for some people. It, 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 works, it with happens on soaps all the time. Look at look at John. Look at Marlena and um Roman. They never they're got like back together. 
I mean, Laura and Luke worked so much better once they divorced. Well, she wasn't on screen when they were divorced. Yeah. But I do like being <laughs> chabby focused on in like their with their careers and it's nice to see that yeah yeah they've they've always done well with shabby on having them each getting individual focus and then coming back together and having little moments um that's something that ron has always managed to do well with them i wish he can translate that into the other pairings on this show ilani yep but um Xander and Abby were really, really fun. And there was a spark there that I wasn't expecting to see. And I Wait, would what? not hate it. I did I did have to do a check to make sure they are not related in any way. And they're not. Um, so if they ever were to go down that road, I would not hate it. Well, I mean, like, it's like I said in the group chat, I don't think we give Paul Telfer enough credit for having chemistry with pretty much everybody they throw him in a scene with. Yep. His scenes with Justin were great. His scenes with, he's got, I, I like, I know you don't like them, Ariette, but I feel like him and Gwen have chemistry. He had chemistry with Sarah. They have chemistry, he, but I don't him, his His scenes with Leo are fun. He's like, no, his scenes. His with, scenes with Stacy, whether it's Susan or Kristen. His scenes with Precious when she was Chanel, like he, his scenes with Paulina. He, wherever you put him, he manages to shine. Yeah. And I, like, I, I feel like they don't give him, an, he doesn't get enough credit for that at all. I, 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 like, I, I would I, not mind Xander and Abigail. Wouldn't I? I, I think, I mean, chemistry is subjective. I, I did not see that much with um, Xander and Abby, but. I'm also not thrilled with the ways. Now, mind you, hold on. I'm sorry before you go on. Mind you, this is the first person I've seen Abigail with that isn't Cameron Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she had she has some with uh, what's his name? He who shall not be named. But I'm not gonna. We're never gonna open that can of worms again. Oh, Dario, I like her. No, not Dario. Oh, I talking about Brandon Barish. She has chemistry with him. Oh yeah, yeah they, they did. Yeah, weird. But we can't. Oh, they we, did. we can't go there. We, no, we can no, never no. go there. I, why the hell did they make him? A t- oh God! Oh, never mind. Look, but <laughs> see, Abigail and Chad has a lot of Vicky and Clint vibes to me. Yeah, just friends. They, they just work better as friends. <laughs> Leave Chabby alone. We we're trying. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> my, my thing with my thing with them is like I. I don't mind them being together. I've never been like a super fan, but I don't mind them. My thing is though, like if you you can only do the breakups to makeups for so long, yeah, before you before you damage the the thing is they have kind of the same same issues Sin has had with throwing tropes at them, and like they have Chabby has gone through so much in these last four years since Ron became the writer and they have not really worked through all of them and that is the huge miss with chabby right now to me and i love chabby so i want to see them work through things i want to see them they look they got one more hiss like got one more hissy fit 
Well, Chad just absolutely shows his complete ass. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about seeing them work through things because we they rush through that reunion. And it's, but we ne- we're never going to like no that, that, that's the thing ron is like, not that he doesn't do that. that but but here's the thing but, but my thing with that is that's okay for maybe elani it might be okay for sin because at the end of the day when they have their spats they are never as toxic and brutal as <laughs> abigail and chad are they are well, n- I don't think Elani. not Elani. But then, um, <laughs> sir. Oh, okay. But hold on, hold on, um, hold on. No, 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 no. That is not. We. They have not worked through the everything ne- either. The era has never thrown Ben's mental illness in his face. Not once. But no. He's thrown never. Others at their face. Never. She used it, she used it to excuse everyone with each other. No, but. Ben and Sierra actually communicate with each other like but they also ignored a lot of things but my point is they rushed through these parents see that's your personal beef getting into it I'm just saying in general yours is it let's be fair no because at the the end of the day it's not I don't like Sierra and Ben either my point but is at the end of the day, no. Her point is though, like you, my point yeah. is, is that they throw tropes at both Chabby and Sin in different ways, but they don't do not work through the issues these parents have. Um, but, but, well, I think the point I'm making is going. The point is like we individual character issues that aren't getting. I see what Arya's point is, like Chad and Abigail. Yeah, like they both have that same issue. I'm not saying that they don't. My issue is, Sierra has never thrown Ben's mental illness in She's his used face. That as and an if they, oh, okay, that's not the point I'm making, dear. That was the point You're she was making. Love. But but the thing is, when if that were to happen, and they just completely skated over that like they have done with Chad and Abigail. I would be pissed about that too. It's just like, yeah, it works to have people quickly get back together if nothing that bad occurred. If it was just some childish petty I back mean, and forth, ben, yeah. Ben almost killed Sierra last year, so the thing with and Marlene, the, the, I watched those scenes. Marlena said it was lethal, so they have not even worked. Like there, there's a lot of issues with Chabby and Whitson but, but that's that not they the just came through. Point. And uh, okay, let's just use another example. Okay, Eli and Lonnie. They work through things. They they argue. And and, and guess what? And guess what? Theirs weren't on the same caliber of arguments as Chad and Abigail. So yes, they got back together, and we accepted that one day of them getting back together because it wasn't that deep. I can I say something? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think. We're talking about similar things, but in two different ways, because Chad and Abby's toxicity plays out in character and in story, in story, in character, really. Like, they make really, 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 Chad specifically makes really, really bad decisions all the time. <laughs> ben and Sierra's toxicity plays out more in the writing for them and everybody that they interact with. Like, do people go under the bus for Chad and Abby? I mean, they fast fast claim Ben was thrown under the bus, but basically Ben became a thing because of the story. But anyway, go on. Yeah, so that yeah, I never, I don't agree with that argument at all. 
Yeah. I thought them it's, it's, they're the both bus. toxic in a way, but it's just in two very different ways. Yeah. Like you, you can tell since toxicity plays out in the writer's room and the, the way they make decisions about how they put them on canvas. Chad and Abby have proven to just be toxic together as people. <laughs> I mean, it's also fine if pairings are like that, but you need to address it. Because I feel like there's, there's, there's they've skated through. No, but is there? Is there? There should be. There should be, there but should is be. there? Is there? Because we can go around the soap world and I, I, I ship pairings where one has told the other, I wish you were dead. Yeah, so okay. like okay. listen but, this okay. is this, this, I, 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 so i mean like like one of the most popular couples in the entire soap genre started B. with <laughs> a rape the, so and it's like I, and oh. i get like everybody has a different line like we all everybody has a different line i'm just saying like it, it's fine if it's like if you're like, okay, I can deal with this kind of toxic, but I can't deal with this kind of toxic for you personally, that's, that's cool. That's whatever. That's fine. Everybody has their own hard line in the sand, but to pretend that any of these parents, like you're not going to find a lot of quote unquote, healthy soap parents. You're no, just not the nature of the genre. The he- yeah, probably the most healthy soap pairing. They need exists, more mess. Really, they need more mess. Like the, the nature <laughs> of saying. the genre doesn't allow for that. Yeah. Yeah, my that's kind of my point. Like, I, I love messy couples. I I think uh, I what love you want is the fact your your issue with the fact that there's no story generated from their mess after the fact. Like, yes. There's, there wasn't like Chad and Abby went through all that and there was really no point to it because exactly. they're back to where they were before he cheated. Thank you. Thank you. Because I think the I only feel like Finn and Chabby that... have that same issue. They've gone through a whole lot of things in a few years, but they're back to where they started until the next story. Until the next story. Like, yeah. what is the point? They got one more. You have other couples mess that can be. Like long Let them have term. an open marriage. That might be fun. <laughs> I, I, oh God, I need they them would to never have a point. Point. I wish they would, but they would with never. the things they do, because the the whole thing with Gwen last year, it was pointless. Because look what they look where they are right now. They're a well, happy couple that, without having worked worked out the issues. That and that uh, makes no of, sense to me. Speaking of Gwen, that is a perfect segue into our next thing, which I think is going to get just as heated as this one did, but we shall see. Uh, Jack and Jen are headed back to Boston to run a newspaper. They give Abby the spectator and go on a farewell tour. Uh, Jennifer and Gwen finally talk about what happened to Laura and, and Jen and Kate exchange shade before Jack and Jennifer leave town. So do we want to jump into the Jennifer and Gwen of it all before we touch on everything else since we just can talked I, about Gwen a couple minutes ago? Can I say something like, what is the point of Jennifer like this return mrs return was completely pointless jennifer needs to stop being so nice yeah yeah 
I'm tired. And it's it's not just a Gwen thing. I'm just that's just the person we're talking about right now. (laughs) But like she just needs to stop being so nice, regardless of whether it was an accident or not. She should not be this nice to someone. That woman was in the room when your mother died, and you don't only thing you know is what somebody else told you happened. Abby had more even in the hold on, hold on. She should always be uncomfortable. And even in the story, she killed him. It was involuntary <laughs> manslaughter. She killed him. He's not wrong. He's, no, he's, he's not. not. It's, in, it's involuntary manslaughter. It was an accident, whatever. Yeah. But you, so your actions or your reaction she to asked something. To leave. She asked to leave and you would not let her. At that point, a crime was committed. Yep. And the fact that no one pushes that issue is my issue. Yeah, yeah same. My that was my issue. I could not even watch these scenes, but when I did, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I mean, writing? I get it because it, it and, and, and you know something. I thought they were going to change the story to try to make Gwen sound the same. No, it's the same story that they told a year ago. And a yeah. year ago, I said she committed a crime. She killed her. That that's what happened. Yeah, like, that's I, been I, the Can't only have two minds here. Like the only, I feel like the only reason we got these scenes was to give Missy a chance to play, address it. address it because she wasn't in the role at the time it all originally took place. Having said that, I also can kind of see Jennifer's point of view, but there was again a missed beat here that they could have touched on that they didn't. It's very clear to me that she is choosing to believe that Gwen is telling the truth because she is Jack's daughter and because the coroner ruled the death accidental. The third thing that should have been a part of this that would have, I think, made it palatable for possibly Michael and anybody else who had an issue with this is if she said, I saw what happened to Abigail when she was hyper-focused on finding out what happened to my mother. I do not want to go down that road myself. Yeah, that would have made some sense, but the only Jen scene, I think, actually semi-liked was the one with Kate. That was hilarious. I loved that. Their little shade off was so perfect because there's a lot of history between them that doesn't even touch on the affair with Jack that I like to pretend never happened. <laughs> yeah, like I uh, I mean like I get why I I get why these you know this whole return or whatever happened. I think it was like a, a nice little you know goodbye off to her fans send off to the actress that's mm-hmm. that's whatever but um yeah. also mm-hmm. i think as far as in story goes yeah i kind of do think that it was necessary because all of us have been saying for a while now it don't take this damn long to settle in a state like <laughs> laura was like a regular to regular person she didn't have but it's not like you know yeah. victor kiriakis died you know <laughs> and you have all of this you know, you have all these corporate entities and all this shady money and like she didn't have to do all that. You know, it it wasn't going to take this long. So they needed to bring her back and explain why she's going to be off the canvas because that I'm settling my mother's estate that that excuse has worn itself all the way out. Yeah, they, but, they and had honestly, to have something else. And honestly, them revamping a paper. It's perfect. Yeah, and it, it makes is, sense it, for these characters. And it it also makes sense for Jack's exit because, again, he wasn't about to leave to help her with Laura's estate. That makes no sense. 
not when he had just found out that Gwen was his kid and Abigail was spiraling. There were reasons to keep him in Salem. Now Abigail is okay. Gwen has Xander so he can leave and it's it's all good. We know that he's going to be coming back and we know that Jennifer will be coming back with a different face, thankfully. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. <laughs> I, 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 but this, this kind of goes back to... Um, what I said before, before we started recording, or maybe during, they need to have a plan for Jennifer when she returns. Because I don't want I need better writing for Jennifer because this was not it. I think, honestly, we could get a really good... Go ahead, Michael. I think everybody been waiting on me to speak. So, I'm going to say this. Casey, I'll see you later on in the episode. (laughs) Anyways, I'm kind of on Ariette's bus. This, unless we're bringing up Laura in the next story that Jack and Jennifer allegedly left to leave for. What was the point? I mean, it, it's been a year now, yeah. and it, it it didn't culminate in anything different happening. I mean, Jack's still kind of iffy with her. Maggie don't trust. Her. I mean, Nick brought this up. Abby don't trust her. Maggie don't trust her. Nobody trusts her. So we brought this whole Laura was accidentally, quote unquote, killed. And, and, and where is it going? It, it did nothing. It'll be different if it led to a confession of her actually killing Laura. But no, it, it it just was weird. So unless they're bringing Laura back, I hope they actually put this shit to bed for once. Unless Gwen is going to jail. That's the only time I want this brought back up again. So, um, yeah. I also think that Ron and the producers at Days massively misread the room. They thought that Missy would be welcomed back with open arms and that the viewers would be happy to see her. It would be like a lovely little Christmas present and we would be all warm and fuzzy. That's not what happened. And I think... Oh, that was the worst Christmas. Well, I mean, okay, we're going to be fair. Some people were, because, like, if you, if you, if, I know we're, like, soap Twitter people, but if you venture over to soap Facebook. I don't, Ooh. I try not to do that often. That's the, that's there the were, bad um, there I were mean, some people on soap down. Twitter who were excited. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> I try not to go over there. She's not. I will. She's not as unpopular as I feel like those of us who have issues with her would like to believe. Because just from the reaction that I saw, both when this was announced and when it actually aired, not a lot of people were very happy, and people have been begging for Katie to come back, basically since she left. The only and I, I thought she was brought back with a purpose this is something like this is the jennifer we've seen for decades on and off and she was brought back and there was no difference it's some ugly clothes (laughs) oh my god and oh and also like what was it like this was a bad return for jennifer in my opinion i'm i'm just saying i'm i'm just saying like and I hate to sound like one of those people but I feel like sometimes we're in our bubbles and in our echo chambers and we hear our own like thoughts and feelings and opinions parroted back at us and validated by those things and sometimes if you step outside of that 
you get surprised by other reactions. I yeah. when, it, other when reactions. it specifically comes to this particular actress in this particular role, the reaction is not as was not as universally negative as I feel like some people would like to believe that it was yeah my thing is i don't think her exit is due to a negative reaction i think she and the show may have just been like come to like a they made peace with it and like we're we're just moving on but that's what i that's what i feel like's happening but yeah i I think this is more of a goodbye back to my point there was no well her jennifer like jen heifer there was no significance of having her on screen. Like they didn't do anything different than when they wrote for Katie's Jennifer. Do you know? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it feels like I get what you're saying. There was based. There was honestly no real reason to bring her back, other than to, I guess, because I think when she came back or when she agreed to come back, they were probably still trying to work out what they were going to do with her and the character, and then they probably just decided, let's just. Because it see, yeah, that's what it, it comes off. It comes off as they wanted to have her back for the Christmas shoot, possibly with it ongoing for more. Katie won the Emmy, and then it was like, okay, this is going to be your last hurrah. This is going to be your goodbye. Because I don't think, I don't even think Pissy wants to be on long term anymore. Yeah, I don't think she wants to be back. Yeah, and if I didn't know that Matt Ashford was coming back in a few months, thanks to the anniversary picture, um, I would think this was actually a goodbye for both of them. Because even the scene outside of Julie's place before Kate showed up, it felt very... It felt like Missy was saying goodbye. Mm -hmm. That's why I was like, this is her end. This is it. This is it. This is it. (laughs) Because you can tell she's about to break down in the tears just leaving Julie's place. <laughs> what the hell was that? My, my phone just went off. I thought I had it on Do Not Disturb. It was, it was playing I Love You Baby. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to make yeah. some rules and regulations. <laughs> anyway, I need, I need Jack and Jennifer to return with them with the story planned out because this I, I, i'm telling y'all I, I really think it's gonna have something laura related laura might have another child laura or something <laughs> i because would again. love it oh my remember, god okay we, remember when love we, it go when, ahead when we thought gwen was uh laura, was and, laura and jack's kid <laughs> <laughs> oh i was so i was over the moon <laughs> And I literally told you then there was no fucking way that was possible, and they're still not. That would have been messier and soapier. I would have, I wouldn't have been against it. I'm just saying because this is a soap. Yeah, it's a soap, but there's literally no way. There's literally no way when the character was on screen the entire time she would have been pregnant, actively not pregnant. Tony, we're over it. We're over it. We're over (laughs) it. Anyway, let's get back to the story. Because right, let's. Laura's death better if Gwen was actually her daughter and killed her. But I think it. I think a, a really cool kind of intro would be like now that Abby has the spectator, let's say she starts struggling with the spectator, like it's hard for her to balance 
you know, being a mom, being a wife, and like all of this, like trying to run the paper as well as write for the paper. So once they have the paper back in Boston, Jack and Jennifer come home to help her out. She brings Will home to to be a reporter and they end up kind of relaunching the spectator into like an online blog kind of a thing as well as the paper to kind of keep it alive like I would love like a relaunch spectator story I think that'd be really kind of fun and it'd be a way to bring Will and Sunny home since we know that's happening I like it I guess But we will move right on to the next story. Um, Chad knows that Lucas framed EJ. And if I remember correctly, Kate was accusing Chad of framing EJ. And Chad was was basically like, it wasn't me, it was your kid. And Kate didn't quite believe him at first. And then what she did, she weirdly wanted the truth to come out, which that was not the stance I expected Kate to take. Like, I expected it to be a role reversal. Um, But Chad convinces her to keep quiet and to let him continue to let EJ take the fall. What did we think? Chad becoming more and more the mayor. Finally. (laughs) It's messy. I love it. It took 10 years. It took 10 years. (laughs) But we're here now, finally. He started off messy, but then after the recast, you know. Yeah, Yeah, he was messy. He was messy. He was messy as hell. I don't know. I blocked boy those was years. I never cared for that boy. I he never was, well, Let me hush. I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> Wait, but, we'll, we'll discuss that in the after show. <laughs> but I did like, I do like the fact that Chad's capitalizing on this. EJ has made his life a living hell since he right? got back. <laughs> EJ has literally been a dick to him since He's he got gone out of his way to be a dick to Chad. Yeah. Just, I mean, he just wakes up in the morning and thinks of ways to irritate Everyone Chad's Chad. day. <laughs> so like, Chad was he, like, well, fair well, game. I, mean, I didn't do this, but I'm definitely going to use this to my advantage. Exactly. Like, hello, Chad. I mean, EJ decided to be in the movie and to play John Black opposite Abigail's Marlena specifically to get under Chad's skin, including walking into their bedroom and cock-blocking them on Halloween dressed in his priest outfit. Like, he's I'm so literally... glad that move is not happening. <laughs> it's, it's he's so literally weird. choosing violence and chaos when it comes to Chad for absolutely no reason other than he exists and he can. Yep. And- so I am completely A-OK with Chad using this information to his advantage. I do not think Abigail is going to have an issue with it when she finds out about it. A, because it keeps her uncle out of jail. And B, because she knows exactly how much of a prick EJ is being. Yeah. She don't, yeah. I don't think she would have an issue with this. I, now, thing is, I do think Kate's motive for wanting the truth out is so she doesn't have to keep this secret from Roman. Because, <laughs> yeah. because she Which, cannot tell Roman that Lucas kidnapped Sammy. And she knows that. But she know, also knows she cannot keep that secret. That's why she wants it out. Which I love that that Roman matters enough to her that like she doesn't want to ruin that. So that makes Finally. me happy. <laughs> but like knowing how ride or die she is for Lucas, it kind of shocked me that that was the route that she kind of went. Um, but then again, but then again, she kind of explained that she said this isn't something Lucas would do, Philip. Maybe, but this isn't Lucas, so I really think something might be wrong with him mentally. So she wanted that out in the open, yeah. Because, yeah, she did say, like, maybe he's got a screw loose. Because I was like, <laughs> ma'am, all your kids ain't crazy, Philip is crazy, Luke, Lucas knew exactly what he was doing. 
she well then I don't, too, I don't too. think that she has any confidence that this is going that he's going to get away with it yeah so i feel like she well, let's just like get she, this over with now yeah <laughs> before and i destroy honestly, my life trying to protect him exactly and is ej gonna want revenge when this comes out absolutely but that is going to keep the Chad EJ feud, which we are entertained by, relevant. Because you can only be a dick to your brother for so long without actually having a valid reason to. This gives EJ valid reason. Yeah. EJ's behavior gives Chad valid reason to react this way. And then this will give EJ valid reason to lash out, which will then give us even more drama and even more mess to be entertained by. So I'm good with it all the way around. Because this is, this is, a decision that Chad is making that I completely understand and he actually has a brain for once which this time last year his brain was decidedly absent so this is a vast improvement I'm just I, and I'm really interested to see where Tony is gonna fall in all of this mm-hmm. <laughs> and how Johnny is gonna factor into all of this oh god I forgot about him yeah, god did I forget about him <laughs> about to be a mess and i'm here for it and it's like normally we're not here for demerit enterprises messy kind of stories because we all know that demerit enterprises in its current form should not exist in the way it is hello right (laughs) (laughs) but i'm also weirdly entertained by this so i'm kind of riding with it because it's fun yeah i agree i say Bring on more Demeras. Uh, Richard Berge is out no at YNR. Richard Berge is out at YNR. You can cast him as Peter Blake. Um, uh, <laughs> bring, <laughs> sir. No, you cannot turn your nose up at anybody's Peter Blake. Not, <laughs> not with the person you. I'm sorry. No, we are, no. We are not holding this role for Michael E. Knight. That is not a match made in heaven. You will need to let that go. Now hold on, Tony. Hold no. on. No, let's not see We're not and play like that. Michael E. Knight can't rock a suit. That ain't the point. I'm not saying Michael E. Knight cannot. He's not think, Peter Blake. He's not Peter Blake. <laughs> he is not Peter Blake. Yes, he was great as Ted Orsini, but that was Ted he? Orsini. Wait a minute. Hold on. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. As as actual Ted or Tad with amnesia, because those are two different things. Actual okay, Ted, like Tad Michael. Michael E. Knight, like as terrible as the story was, and God knows it was terrible. Michael E. Knight acted it well. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The story but, was just terrible. But Ted and Peter are not the same. So just because P- Michael can do that version of Dark, I don't think Michael can pull off Peter well. I would love it if Katie was there and he came on days as a different character and they tried to make that magic work again. Okay, fine, but Peter Blake is not that character. Bring on Richard, Richard Burger as, no. as Peter Blake. Give us Stephen Hawk and bring back Theo. Put them in the Demera orbit. Nowhere else. <laughs> I'm good with the Demeras we got now. We got enough. We can kill Jake. We, we, that'll make that'll make space. <laughs> you forget Kristen's still around with that damn mask. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, she going with where's she at now? She took she left, right? She just gone. She's running. Um, yeah, Steve and Kayla Steve are going to find her in Italy. Italy to the comments. Oh, God. She went back to the damn con. <laughs> no, we don't know if she did, but they're going there. 
Oh God, this is gonna be. We saw Kayla in a nun's habit, like a picture of her. <sighs> This is a mess. Oh my god, that's gonna be hilarious. Okay, so who run in the hospital? That's what that was my question when they like, left. Yeah, <laughs> I, Sarah, I didn't Sarah that. gone. Uh, K- Kayla ain't there. J- Trip, good lord, Trip is running the hospital. He is now. I forgot to put that on the outline because I forgot that that was this week. I think it was Tuesday. But yeah, um, Steve is going after Kristen and Marla. Uh, Kayla has decided that she's going to be his co-pilot because apparently chief of staff can just randomly take vacation whenever they want. That's a thing. I guess. I mean, Britt I just mean, did it on GH. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> Britt was over in Greece. Kayla can go to Italy. That's true. <laughs> Although Britt was looking for her mom. So like that, Kayla's just looking for a mass murderer. <laughs> babysitting for no her reason. Let's be real. For no that's reason. It. She's babysitting her husband. That's why she's going. Yeah. Make sure he don't get what, into too much trouble. Which I mean, I could potentially be entertained by that as long as Steve leaves his asshole behavior in Salem. Yeah. Cause I've yeah, always yeah. had a thing for adventure <laughs> mode, Steve and Kayla. Like I've always loved it when they've gone on their little adventures and they've done things together. Like that's <laughs> classic days to me and it works. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, it could be but really fun. It could be. So we'll be discussing that yeah, whenever it airs. <laughs> and now we get into the fun stuff. Hey. All right. First up, Johnny is now possessed by the devil, but the dev- devil hasn't taken full control. Johnny keeps feeling sick as he tries to fight the devil. He goes to visit John and Marlena to tell them about his marriage. They are all they are thrilled for him. He also tells them that the movie is officially dead. Marlena can tell something is off and is worried about Johnny. I loved all of this. I am actually going to take it back to new year's eve for a second because the reveal of johnny being possessed that was a hell of a cliffhanger that was so good that was yeah. so good like could have ruined it down. for me yeah it ruined it for me too <laughs> yeah i saw it on so twitter i was like damn but the like i literally screamed because i kind of had my guard up earlier in that episode because that was when johnny had started feeling sick so i was like ha my, my, you know, having watched the original possession, my guard was. Well, see, I, I originally thought Johnny just left the group with a big set, like a big group of people. He might have COVID. <laughs> I remember asking, I remember asking you, Nick, if oh. you, because <laughs> I, when he was in bed with Chanel, I was like, is he possessed or not? Because I'm not getting that feeling. You were like, devil is taking a nap. <laughs> what I thought was the devil had to basically recharge from the exorcism and also had to get Johnny to like eventually let him take full control. He hadn't the done that yet. devil said, I, I, I take a nap right here. Because <laughs> at first, Johnny didn't come across as like being possessed. But I then the more I watched, the more we've seen, they've actually shown this to us, like him being sick quote-unquote sick yeah. is because the devil is trying to take over yeah um, but it was and, so funny. carson is playing this so well like from mm. the minute from the minute that like he had that little glint in his eye and the, the little smirk and he like started taking over the devil persona like 
I love it. And like Devil Johnny and Mar Devil are so completely different. But I just loved that reveal, and I love Joe the Devil season. is more of a bad bitch in Johnny. Jo- the Devil <laughs> is more of a bad bitch in Johnny than he was in Marlena. I my feel life. like Which makes sense. He can get away with a lot more. Yeah. Carson has been a bit on and off for me this these last few days. Um, I did enjoy the initial reveal. Can we stop with the green filter on the flashback? Because what yeah, the hell is that? that- that I was wondering what somebody was... pulled it. <laughs> I, I didn't know I what it that, was. I think that was their way of saying that that like it's a foggy memory for Johnny. Like he's not a hundred percent sure of what he's remembering is real because yeah, but that was not, not it. I can do better. Never, never do that again. But I did love the scene with John Marlena and Johnny. Like Johnny with his namesake and just his grandparents just it makes me happy and I love that we were able to tell that it was it was fully Johnny in that moment but there were moments when like Marlena would mention something about the possession or about the movie where he would get triggered and have flashbacks and he's not 100% sure of what he's remembering Carson played those moments for me really really well um, I'm excited to see where it goes because I yeah. did not see this coming at all I, I, I think it's perfect that it's Johnny yeah. that is being possessed because he's Stefano's grandson. He's John and Melena's grandson. Like it's perfect. But well, like, also when you think when you think of how Johnny came into existence. Yeah. Yep. There's a darkness in him. I, I feel like after this, I need them, I need Johnny to be a bit more messier. Cause like because of his messy devil johnny is fun which we'll talk about it more more specifically a little further down the outline but um yeah the scene so with fun. john and marlena and johnny were actually really great i just need but, to stop using that green filter here's the thing johnny has already been messy yeah. because when he was yeah. reading alice caroline Ooh, Horton, yeah down the other day he read <laughs> the shoes off of her so, <laughs> Listen, he, he dragged his fucking the way he dragged his he got parents, her together. Yes, I mean he he wasn't wrong. He, he read he read EJ and Sammy for Phil. But every every Philly chance he gets, as <laughs> much as I have my drunkers in front Sammy, of company. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I have my drunkers with Sammy, Johnny got it honestly because Sammy used to read the bricks. <laughs> off of Caroline, John, and Marlena. <laughs> oh my God. Sammy wouldn't have had teeth if she was in my family because my God. I mean, but Johnny wasn't wrong though. No, he wasn't wrong at all, which made it even better. And also, like, so when, I, I don't know if I saw that as him being messy. I just need him. It's it's messy because only people who are messy would do that in public, in front of front people. of in front of, yeah. in front of everybody. Like, like oh God and everybody in front of Allie's boyfriend and her best friend. Like, like, he like he his didn't, parents <laughs> in front of Chanel and in front of Paulina. Like he did not give a fuck, and only messy people don't give a fuck. I, I, See, and I not only that, like he was spilling well. the family tea in front yeah. of company. Like, sir, <laughs> these are the things that we. <laughs> <laughs> like what goes on in the house is supposed to stay in the house. You just, yeah. 
He, and can we talk about his reaction to Trip on Christmas? He's like, oh, you're here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think general... that thing is I think it was shade towards Allie because he's like, oh, she's still pretending that she likes you. <laughs> yeah, he is a me- he is messy. He is shady. He is because he a... know he knows his sister is full of shit. And he's gonna, he's gonna, he's probably gonna beat this horse until she admits it. Well, but well, he's we'll done it so that. far. Like during the whole possession story, he kept kept playing it up in Allie's face. She's like, "No, everything's fine. We're just friends." Yeah. So, oh, God. thank you, Joel Devil, for what you're about to do next week. So, yeah, or did this week, Julie? <laughs> Paulina wants to throw Chanel and Johnny a wedding reception. She invites Lonnie, but Lonnie rejects her. Once she leaves, Eli convinces Lonnie to go to the party. What did we think? Did we think Lonnie was disrespectful? Mm, Did we think? Um, I didn't either. I I thought like she was just, she was straight up. She was straightforward. She was like, look, I don't have much time with the twins. I'm going to spend time with them tonight. I've been working all this time, but she's also trying to, she's not ready. And Paulina has to understand that she needs. And, has and to that's be. what bothers me with Paulina. I yeah. cannot stand. Like Lonnie gave her a boundary. She didn't even say, I never want to speak to you again. She yeah. literally said, give me time. Give me yeah. space. She needs and we, we, we might be good after we might and I, she's I, not giving her the boundary. You're popping up at my door every few days. You're sending gifts. Let me breathe. So anything that Lonnie says to Paulina at this point, Paulina about on herself because you crossed her boundary multiple times. Yeah, and Lonnie wasn't even mean or like angry. She was just like, just give me a second. Just like, leave. I Go mean, her, 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 her face, her entire bo- energy. Her entire Did you body, see her her body she was like 10. Yeah, her, uh, her body language couldn't hide what yeah, she wanted to her say. Her face very loud. <laughs> but, but, but can you blame her? No, no, I don't, no, no, her. I, I don't even think it's a matter. I, I think even people who are like getting put off by the energy she's putting out don't necessarily feel that she's wrong for feeling that way. Some do. Some say yeah, she's some wrong. Do. But that's only because Jackie is attached to the role, I guarantee you. Um, but I, what I really, really did really like um, was that Eli supported Lonnie to Paulina's face. And when Paulina left, he was like, just just go for Chanel. Don't make this about Paulina. Go to this party for Chanel. And I really, Eli was right. I yeah. really liked right. that. She that, she was she was she was making it about Paulina. It doesn't have to be about Paulina. You yeah. want to support Chanel because at the party, Paulina was crossing boundaries. I, mm. Yeah, my, my daughter. At the same time, though, I feel like, <laughs> and I, I I get where you're coming from, Michael. But at the same time, like Paulina is definitely that type of person. Yeah, she is. I I have and, those kinds of relatives too who don't know when to just let things be. I have parents like and, that. And yeah, and Lonnie knows that about her. Like that was one of the very first things that she said about her auntie. Going back to what you said, Nick, that is such a consistent thing with Elani, where Eli backs Lonnie up, but like in private, they discuss like, uh, it's been such a consistent thing for them for years. And I really appreciate how both of them are disagreeing, but Lonnie is understanding where he's coming from. I like that they have like disagreements and they are, they didn't argue, but they discussed it and they talked it out. Even they if, communicate, they communicate like 
functional adults and that's rare (laughs) that's rare it's really refreshing (laughs) to see i find that they have elon in such a good place where they can talk things out they can disagree they can argue um and even if they don't agree they reach a mutual understanding and that that's refreshing on days to me because we don't have a lot of couples that that do that i also do like that we see them do normal stuff like we saw Eli massaging Lonnie's feet and I thought that was really cute um I need them to have more mess in their story because thing is like when you say mess you want things to happen to them you don't want them doing things to each other so, so they yeah they can have things happen to them they don't need to be doing things to each other exactly because yeah I feel like a breakup should happen at one point though um because I told you at if I was writing they'd be divorced by now <laughs> And on their on their second marriage, <laughs> <laughs> they need to have I, some. See, I would divorce them for a good minute and then put them back together. Yeah, it could it could be some person. I would, I would like, like to see, to see them co-parenting twins. Custody. I would like to see a custody trial. One gets one, one gets the other. That would be rude. This is not the parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> can't separate the twins. I do, That's I, mean. do, I do not think it should be on Lonnie's end. But we have Lamont on recurring right now. But still, it should Lonnie's be messy enough. For well, the what if? What if? <laughs> oh, and this could kind of work with with Lamont's recurring status. What if Eli got the chance to do undercover work? Like, what if? What See? if he gets a call from the F, like either from the F, like from his old friend of the FBI, and they want him to go back undercover, and Eli like. And the issues with Eli and Lonnie come up because Eli's not see, around as much. See, that triggers me a lot because when I hear undercover work, I instantly jump to Roman and Marlena. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I kind of jumped there as soon as I said and, it and, too. And honestly, honestly, it can go for John and Marlena as well because remember, it was a time during Drake's injury where yep. John was working undercover for a, a lot. year and it almost broke John in my language. So it, when I hear undercover, I instantly think, no, Chance and Abby, the original Chabby. Mm. No, undercover. Chad, uh-uh. We're not going to do that, sir. For me, Chad what I would... are the original Chabby. No. It was but a I, joke. Calm your titties. What I would like... <laughs> you and I have discussed back and forth, Nick, about what we can see or want to see for Ilani, but I actually kind of... Like, bring Ray into the picture, have him manipulate Ilani, end up Ilani being kidnapped. This is a trope, but Ilani should have more tropes. Ilani um, ends up kidnapped. Eli rescues her, but gets hurt in the process. Ends up- I'd, have get, I'd have him get shot to be paralyzed and shit like that, you know? Yeah, like... See, okay, no. That's a trope <laughs> I don't like. No paralyzing? No, not <laughs> unless you're going to keep him in the wheelchair. I, I hate when people I, I was going like for like it's like a personal bias. Recovery? Yes, it's a personal okay. bias of mine cause because like my, my dad's in a wheelchair. It, it he he's not going to get a miracle recovery. I hate when that is the trope. Like nothing wrong gonna, if you're gonna go there, there's you, there's nothing wrong with the character being disabled. If you're gonna make if I hate when they do that with any kind of disability, to be I honest. Did, yeah, hearing I, I impaired, hate blind. blindness. I hate all. I hate that. Tra- that I, that trope needs to die higher. I, I actually understand. want. Yeah, I can understand that trope, like it being problematic. Okay. Um, and then I hate when they try to paint but, it like it's such a big bad. I do want thing. like 
to be in a coma. I want Lonnie. Like, I, I can see him, like, going through a recovery. Because, like, the a recovery process in and of itself is difficult and emotional and like rehabbing from you know a major a like spinal injury okay so that could because be what I, I meant and I just misspoke because I would like to see that part of it yeah. that's what I like I, I never that understood how these people wake up in comas <laughs> as no muscle atrophy no work the next week I, I had, my cousin was in a coma for a while and it took it, it it took him about a month to fully wake up. And even then, like, he was, he still isn't the same after the accident that he had. So that's always been something that's bothered me on soaps too. Yeah, because I feel like Ilani doesn't need a romantic angst. Not, no. it, they could at one point, but right now, um, I feel like having her father or biological father coming into the picture, doing something, messing them up, and then Eli, yeah, a trope thrown that at them, Eli rescuing her, maybe not a coma, but he gets hurt or both of them get trapped. And it's like something, they need to do something to give them more drama and a little bit more mess that doesn't have to be like romantic angst or something like that. But Going back to them, it's just refreshing to see them in a good place. It's nice. The scenes were great. I don't think I said much about Paulina and Lonnie, but I do get what Paulina is coming from. Now that the truth is out, um, she just wants her daughter in her life. Like she is getting the chance now that Lonnie knows she's her mother and all that. She just wants to have her in her life. I completely understand where Paulina is coming from. Yeah. But Lonnie, Lonnie has set boundaries. And... I and like, that's another reason why I want Tamara on the show. Because it... if Paulina calls herself Lonnie's mama one more time. In front of Tamara? Thank you. <laughs> I need to see, I would like to see it. I need them to recast Tamara if Marilyn is not going to come on Karen the show Cartier. because that is there's some we'll major mom in Salem. <laughs> pa, um, what's her name? Pauletta Washington as Tamara. Cartier. No, sir, it's not happening. Her Vicky Weiner. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Vicky said, "Buy her sweatshirt." <laughs> no. <laughs> like, we, but my first can... choice is Karen Clark Sheard. Are you just casting singers? I have a question. But I'll no, go ahead. So, since we're, we're probably not going to mention it during the whole party stuff, so the baby monitor, what was okay. that about? I don't know. See, that was weird. Because, <laughs> first of all, Eli seemed weirdly angry. He seemed annoyed more than angry. But, but it, like, if, I, I get it felt out of character for who he yeah for who he is. It just felt weird. Yeah, because he. So it made me think something else was going on. Like, did the devil taking over Johnny release like some kind of like some pheromones? Negativity, <laughs> the negativity cloud in Salem that made people like ragey because, like, I get it. Like he was trying to sit down and have a beer, and he was like having a moment, and then the babe, you know. 
maybe started crying, but like that amount of aggression is because that's how it came off to me. Yeah, because he was like, I've been there. 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 (laughs) I get that he he wanted that moment alone for himself, but like he was the one who offered to babysit, so it didn't make sense. But even still, even (laughs) still. I have nephews. You you don't know that. Pain. But those are his when kids. Made Michael, a drink. It's different. You made oh, a well, drink. Exactly. You put them down for a nap. <laughs> and you I've... sit down, you get comfortable, you turn on the TV, <laughs> and then you hear that holler. I just I'm I Here's... I would I would like if it's a story starting for them. I would love that. But I here's what I took from that know. scene. I don't know if it's intentional, but they did do some great detail work with Paulina and Lonnie and that whole story last year. Eli was wearing Eli was the only other one wearing a red-ish type of like outfit. Mm. Yeah. Ooh, like, aside from I wouldn't Johnny. mind it because I feel like the devil still has him on His the radar. list. And it's, Eli was a direct thorn in the devil's side helping yeah. out Julie. Oh, and also the baby have... monitor gave me some like I have theories going on in my head. First off, I feel like the babies are crying because they sense that something's not right. Because <gasps> this all that is a good of... point. That's actually I... a, a thing where they say babies can see or sense mm-hmm. spirits. Ba- that... Babies are very yeah. empathic and can pick up on a lot of things. So I'm wondering like I'm wondering I picking up that something's not right. I'm wondering I'm if right. <laughs> I'm wondering if the babies like Paulina is gonna end up in the hospital because of Joe Devil. But I'm also wondering if he's gonna be the reason why Ray shows up. Because we know in the preview that Ray is gonna or someone from Paulina's past but it's obvious that it's Ray in my opinion we know that he's gonna show up I wonder if the baby's crying was a sign of something bad coming their way um and also a sign for someone being pregnant Ooh, which, wait what uh, <laughs> no I just a general like uh, someone is pregnant because there was a focus on the baby monitor in between the party scenes yeah, the, yeah, the, like the scenes just, felt yeah, the scenes felt very random when they came up. But well, because know. honestly, there was zero reason to even go back there. Yeah, that's why I think there's something else going on with Eli that we don't know yet. Yeah, because that and that, like I said, I don't know if that was I don't I don't know if that was a mistake or if it was intentional. But he seemed way too more aggressive than the moment called for. Yeah. So I'll be intrigued to see if they pick up on that beat at all. But moving on to our next little story, Tony and Anna have returned from Europe in time for Johnny and Chanel's party. They are more supportive of the marriage than EJ is. Anna and Paulina meet, and I need them to be best friends. Same. 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 Listen, every character Paulina has interacted with, like Kate, Maggie, now Anna, I want to, I want her to be friends with everyone. But now that I've seen Anna and Paulina, I really want them to be like good friends and have have a friendship. All the older ladies can hang out. They can do drinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I would love that. We need another book club moment. Yes. Does Kate and Anna have something like a beef going on? No. Uh, 
Roman, but I don't think not that I remember. Okay, good. I and mean, I unless think... Anna has an issue because Kate is dating Roman, but I don't think so because she's with Tony. But other than that, no. Okay, I can get a scene with them drinking. I don't know if Maggie. I mean, she can chill with them, but she doesn't drink, right? No, no she doesn't. Uh... She's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. So let Ali and Chanel make Ooh. pot brownies again. Oh <laughs> yes, for Johnny this time. Maggie. Oh yeah. Yeah, let Ali and Chanel make pop brownies and accidentally leave them at the Horton house. (laughs) I love the little pop-ups we get of Tony and Anna. Her moment of like, can you believe we survived a commercial airline? (laughs) (laughs) This is the best. This is the best they've used Anna in years. And I'm saying that because I'm watching... I'm, what, I'm in 2018 right now. And the way Anna is written, uh, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. She like, was cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because she was carrying that. Yeah, the carrying yeah. that urn. They did my girl wrong. <laughs> and right now, oh my God, I just love Anna and Tony. They're a breath of fresh air. Like, it's you had me on the they're like, just the their <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hilarious to me that they got the fuck out of Dodge right after Thanksgiving where they had a demonic Thanksgiving. Yes. They were like, oh no, we ain't about to do this shit. Don't come back to town until after <laughs> they know the exorcism has I was gonna say how great I was gonna say how they showed up after everything was over. What did I tell y'all about Tony Demera? <laughs> <laughs> And they think they're all free and clear, only they're right back in the middle of devil mess. Not yeah. only that, they came in just in time for EJ's trial. Tony is like, this man is tired. He, <laughs> I, he's like, I went away for weeks. Y'all couldn't get your shit together. <laughs> like it's it's honestly just so much fun having them there. And we know that Tony and Anna have a big story coming up in the fall and it's going to involve John and Marlena because Teo tweeted about it um oh nice. months ago so I'm wondering if it's going to be possession related now because at that point we'd assume the possession is over but now that it's not I'm okay I'm even more intrigued how long do you think they can draw this out with Johnny Honestly, I think we're going to May sweeps. I think because the original possession oh, story. Oh, <laughs> no, let's not do that. Well, the original possession story lasted six months. We got three months with Marlena. I imagine we're going to get three months with Johnny. That ended up in to... March. Ended that... in March. That will leave it well, up we're until not even April be seen for most of February. April. Yeah, and about, then... yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot about the break. Yeah, we get we get a break. So yeah. Okay. So, like, so never mind. Oh, that could oh, be, okay. okay that could be why it's lasting longer. I, I have a union question. Sure. Yes, we're still podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> no, where we're is the damn doing damn damn? We're doing bonus episodes just like we did for the last episode break. Um. Damn. Damn. Oh damn. 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 Oh my god, he said a union question. <laughs> she said, Yes, we're still podcasting. <laughs> she just she I knew exactly question. where he was going. Yeah. Um, y- y- y'all know Tony don't like to give us no damn break. She'd be cracking the fuck out that whip. <laughs> <laughs> Not Michael doing his SpongeBob. Tony Ann is unfair. <laughs> I love you it. gave me the keys. <laughs> He's over there. 
Pontiana is in there standing up in <laughs> plotting her oppression. <laughs> Imagine, remember this? <laughs> y'all, y'all think I'm joking. It's worse than the Nike sweatshop. <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, God. I just make sure we actually have a podcast that can come out on a regular basis because if left up to other people, we would never have episodes. <laughs> I had COVID and still had to come in. She works in the CDC. <laughs> and that was only to lift your spirits because you were home and you were going stir crazy. So I thought spending a Sunday with us would lift your spirits. And it did. So Also didn't I- tell anybody you had it either. Sir. That's, that's why she yeah. panicked. <laughs> yeah, you just dropped it casually. And I'm just like... She was so mm-hmm. pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's because I got flashbacks to my grandfather doing the same shit to me. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't yeah, want never... anyone to worry. Sue me. Yeah, and like that actually works. Because <laughs> not wanting anybody to worry and not saying anything and then going radio silent only makes us worry more. <laughs> FYI. Oh, God. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Where are I we? have no idea how we're going to segue from this. Uh, look, the moral of the story is Tony is worse than Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is you just don't like that I keep us on the right track. Anyway, <laughs> I am going to transition us into this next thing. Though God only knows how this is going to go. So here we go. As the devil is getting stronger, Johnny has boundless energy, and he and Chanel put that energy to good use. Is it possible that Chanel is about to be pregnant with the devil's baby? Let's hope. I think that's great. That would be a hell of a mess. I would like it. Because they were like marathon fucking. (laughs) Uh, um, That's kind of where I what I was saying with the baby monitor. It was an animal too. Like euphoria. We're not getting that. <laughs> I literally said okay, that well, in the group chat. Well, fine, fine, fine. Carson Boatman. I can't remember her name. Oh, something. Raven Bowens. Raven Bowens. Raven Bowens. Name y'all price. <laughs> <laughs> name y'all price. I would like to see it. Okay. Now I, I would like I think to see I, it. I think I heard y'all saw y'all mention it in the group chat. I thought Johnny was gonna come from under the covers. Yes. Because she was just laying in bed and she was like, she said something and she said his name. I'm like, what's they're not doing that? But Ryan has done that before on another show. So he he did it on days too with a different couple. (laughs) So I'm like, maybe he could be. But he walked out the bathroom. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, they, days ain't too good for it because Kayla gave the first blowjob in daytime. <laughs> oh, God. You're laughing, but it's true. Yeah. I know. I mean, Steve don't call a sweetness for nothing. Okay, back to what I was saying. Raven Bowens and Carson Boatman. Name y'all price. The, oh. One other thing I want to say here, too, is that I love the message of this story is that love is strong enough to fight the devil. It was that way with John and Marlena, and it seems that it is that way with Johnny and Chanel because there's a reason that the devil does what he does the first, you know, first thing as soon as he takes control, which we'll talk about in a minute. 
but I just love that the overall message of this possession story is that love is enough to conquer the devil. Mm. I wonder if what happens next week is going to make it even harder for them to get Johnny back after he gets possessed. Which thing with Allie and Chanel or Paulina? Allie and Chanel. Because he Johnny's been steadfast in that he knows Allie has feelings for yeah. um, Chanel. But he's, he fell for her anyway. And to realize that his sister hooked up with his wife less than what? a few minutes after they <laughs> separate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, but you were possessing, like, but you didn't even wait a week. Like, that's... that's, that's I was possessed. <laughs> I, me, me. What that about... Was, what, yeah, what, that was my excuse. What was yours? What possessed right? you? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, the mess of this, and I'm also going to be interested to see how we get the Johnny back, because he doesn't really have the grounding force that Marlena did no because he's had so much chaos yeah he's he's he comes from too too much dysfunction yeah and he I don't think he found he was I think he was finding that with Chanel but he doesn't have it yet so fighting to get him back will probably prove to be a lot harder it probably may be as hard as it was with Marlena the first time because she was so isolated please god don't let that exorcism take as long as that one (laughs) Oh, it took a month. It took a month. A month? Oh my god. A, a literal month. The entire yeah. month of July was devoted to the exorcism of Marlena. And it was so long and tedious. My God. It was good television. But, I was gonna oh say, but, but was it but was it good? <laughs> That's all we need to know. As long as it's good, I can deal with anything. Yeah, I, I I like drawn out stories when it's good. They're told well. Yeah. I prefer them, but that's me. Um, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> like, I do think it's going to be harder with Johnny because his relation, like the strongest relationship that we've seen him have was with Sammy. Because like, yeah, they, you, that it, you can tell Ooh. that that is her that's favorite her child. Boy. That's her baby. And he, and you can tell he rides for his mama. Mm-hmm. And like, even the way that he read her, it was different from the way that, he, like with EJ, it was disdain. Yeah, with he, Sammy, he had a certain vitriol for It was EJ. disappointment. Yeah, with Sammy, he was just disappointed that his mom. Because he's like, mom, I thought, he'd, you know, I thought he'd be happy. And the fact that she wasn't, like hurt him but they even established their connection before he came on screen right yeah like when she like the scene if you go back to the scene where she tries to burn the letter the minute he calls her face lights up her like it's just instant unadulterated joy it's like my baby and she's never had like she loves Allie I don't doubt that she loves Allie but she's never had that reaction She's a boy mom because she had it with Will. She doesn't have it. It'll be interesting to see her dynamic with Sydney should they ever cast Sydney. But I feel like like Sammy is like just has a better relationship with her sons than her daughters. One thing, um, have you seen one-on-one scenes with um, Sammy and Johnny this year or last year? No, because Uh by the time Johnny hit town, she had already disappeared. And the only scene we got was the scene where EJ was in the room. Yeah, I don't think we've this kind of go, goes back to um, 
my initial issue with Sammy before. I feel like they don't use her well around her kids. And especially, I know Allie goes in, comes back and goes like back and forth all the time, but it's going to be a miss not having her be a part of the story. I think she'll, I think she'll be back in time because she only left to go film like one movie. So she was, she was back She in needs LA. to stop. <laughs> Just long well, enough. No, for no, 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 no. Because I, no, I watched enough. General Hospital. They use Wally Kurth very well. Yeah, but they don't it's use. It, it, so it's it's not on her. That's on it's not them. On her. It's the on show Ron chooses to use her. Yeah, it, like so they no, know what her availability her is. They they, they know when they're going well to have here. her. So like that's that's not on her. It's no, it's, it's not. But um, it's like when you have temporary employees. Like that's up to like, you know, if you hire for the holiday season, you know, you have these employees for the holiday season. They're not going to be there after that. It is up to you to use them to your company's advantage during the time period that you have them. Yeah. So like, no, Allie needs to no, she can go secure all the bags that she can like Hallmark movies, Lifetime movies. I get it. Like whatever. Go secure your bag, honey. But no. I feel like they need to use her much better than they are. Is the biggest I, loser still on? No. No, that's been done for years. <laughs> they, they did reboot it, but she's been gone. For years? For yeah, a decade, maybe? Yeah. Because even, like, she left, and it was, she left, and then one of the trainers became the host. So she's been gone for at least 10 years, maybe. Um, but, yeah, if she's not a part of the story eventually. She needs to have more scenes with Johnny because we've seen plenty. Oh, y'all. Do you think this is how the story of Johnny's conception comes out? I thought about that. I I definitely thought about that because I'm like, the devil knows. It's the devil. The devil knows. The devil knows everything. The devil would absolutely know. And it could come out like if the devil says something and then Johnny has that memory. I just I just thought maybe the once he was possessed fully that he would have all the knowledge that the devil has right so right. he wouldn't but like but like marlena currently doesn't remember anything that happened to her while she was possessed uh, okay. and she's good she's going to start to get those memories back so the same thing would happen to johnny so mm. post possession for johnny imagine getting this, a flashback to the devil referring to you as a rape baby good god and the, the only person because like no one who knows would ever say it say anything around those kids like there's so much that they don't you can tell johnny really? and Allie don't know there's so oh much God. they oh don't God. know johnny's in the courtroom for ej's trial would it come out at ej's trial oh are we about to get oh. a lulu moment well they uh, both white <laughs> <laughs> wait what what they got to do with what anything the fuck is <laughs> in china? wait what she said lily no, it's a Lulu. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you're terrible. You're terrible. I can't. But the thing is, if EJ's on trial for kidnapping charges, that his past behavior could easily come up. His, the, yeah, as it relates to the victim. Yep. Which is Sammy, the toxicity of their relationship. Lucas could easily say, listen, you raped her. Kidnapping is not above you. I don't think Lucas would say it though. But who's? who's... I think is it? Is it? <laughs> is how it public is that knowledge? Because if Melinda knows, she will absolutely go there. 
Or what if Johnny? What if Johnny possessed Johnny? Tells Melinda. I think it was one of those things that everyone knows, but it's not on public record because nobody pressed charges on. It. Yeah, because it's also, very clear that Allie and Johnny don't know. But yeah, what be interesting. I, I mean, it's evident Johnny doesn't even know the full extent of what Stefano has done. Uh-uh. No, he doesn't. I, I, we're going to circle back to that when we get to the party and the, and the and the speech. But I want to move us to something else before we circle back to that. Um, Chanel invites Trip and Allie to the party, but Trip can't go because apparently he's a doctor now, so he's on call. <laughs> so Allie goes solo. The minute Chanel and Allie walk into the room, Anna can clock their connection. And can I just say, like Allie and Chanel, performer really of cute. the week, performer of the week goes to Allie and her Julie Award-winning breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say I love the moments between Allie and Chanel when Allie got to the party. Like they had like the looks between them, and when Allie said that Chanel took her breath away, like I was swooning so hard yeah. in those scenes. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god, I'm not feeling. I was like, ah, I'm so excited for next week. I uh, those yeah. scenes have me that have me swooning. Like you guys said, oh, they, I'm not getting it. But I'm. Oh, I love that Anna was able to clock their connection immediately. And I no, that was funny. Yeah, that, that was, was thoroughly I entertaining. Need, I need Anna to resurrect Demerit Designs and let Chanel and Allie be models for her. Now, see, that okay, would have so been that would have actually good before been... Sweet Beat. <laughs> no, well, I was gonna say Anna resurrecting her company, that or even just getting back into the fashion industry, that would have been a way for Gabby to actually have a business story that made some sense. Yeah. Because she could have been yeah, like, hey, been. I have Gabby Chic, back my play, let's let's make this big, let's take it international, let's blow this up. Because like, and quite everything honestly, she's doing is- a good place. I'm sorry, but that would have been a good place to settle Anna and Tony after the time jump. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been amazing we opened up and Demera Designs is open. But yet again, nothing but Adrian's death has survived that time jump. <laughs> but I, yeah. It, I just, I just, it, like, I just feel like Gabby's putting in all of this effort and it's very little of for, it is for her benefit. Now I don't like that. For not, because at the end of the day, she could just leave tight and she would still have Gabby Sheik. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like oh, okay but where is this going what's the point but speaking of Anna that thing she saw that gift she has to see what's going on with Chanel and Allie I hope she can wrap that up and send it to me because I'm not seeing that <laughs> uh, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the story that's uh, that's where I'm, yeah, that's why I, mean, I am right now. I mean, um, I don't think you I, are you not seeing it because you're not seeing it, or are you not seeing it because you like her with Johnny? Who me? I'm not seeing it. Because she's <laughs> on me. I'm I'm not seeing it mainly because I said it before on here. After the recast, those two actors have big friend energy and not romantic chemistry like Precious. And Lindsay, Lindsay had yes. It it, I, it just don't hit the same to me. I wonder that's, if it's also because they haven't played. They have played up the emotional angst. 
but they have not played up Chanel and Allie under like Raven as a uh, Chanel. Uh, well, they, yes, they, played did. Up. they did the Fourth of July. They did the Fourth of July fireworks, and I didn't feel like. It. Yeah, their first scenes were very. They were, but I'm saying like they intimate without being intimate. They have played up more like Chanel with Johnny, and now. Um, Trip with Allie. They have played up the romance, quote unquote, romance with these pairings and have had the emotional angst with Chanel and Allie as an underlying factor. Could that be another reason? See, that's, why? I, that's what keeps me like from fully being there with Chanel and Johnny because it's a lot of heat and it's not a lot of substance. That's that's yeah. where I am with Chanel and Johnny. I told Ariette this they look like fuck buddies. They're not I don't ship them like they don't pull me in. But that's this, the thing with Ali and Chanel right now for me is I saw it with Precious and Lindsay. I, I don't see it. Do yet not with, see um, it now. Yeah. With with um um Lindsay and Raven. I hope I see it in these scenes coming because we do have to deal with the story. I, I'm just waiting. I want that to be, I want to be wowed when that happens. And I, I know think, chemistry is subjective. I'm just waiting it, to it, I wonder now, if it, it, it's gonna take a lot for me to get to that point. Like borderline shaving um, each other's genitals for me to get to that point sir, sir. what I, but like because for me right because for me right for me right for me right now raven's best chemistry raven's best chemistry raven's best chemistry so far cameron <laughs> for me yeah yeah raven raven's yeah. best chemistry so far for me has mm-hmm. been with theo I, I, so wait, I want yeah, to like feel, I feel like I feel I like Ali and Chanel for me they have romantic chemistry, not so much sexual chemistry. With Johnny and Chanel, they have a lot of sexual chemistry, and that's it. There's no. I feel like there's there's no there's no weight behind anything that's happened. With them. Uh, uh, we'll see. No, this to goes me, back to what I why I do you want to go first or first or should I go ahead? Okay. I can go ahead since I already know what I'm going to say, and I hate, I would hate to be high and forget it. But <laughs> um, my thing is, I said on the year end podcast, this is why I named that quad the worst quad. It's because the actual characters and their romance and their chemistry wasn't being played up. Even when we were on Ali and Chanel, it was about them trying to find out what they want to do with their lives and starting the bakery. Then when Johnny came in, it became the possession movie. Then when Johnny and Chanel started getting hot and heavy, it became let's fly out to Italy. There was no chance to see romance or chemistry or tension from either side. Yeah, that was my big issue with Johnny and Chanel from the beginning, that they just were interacting but not connecting. And and They they started it late. I feel like to me, to me, that's been intentional because... I've been going back and forth. I was like, okay, are Charlie still a thing? But when I saw the Christmas movie, I was like, aha, yeah, they're still a thing. There's their connection is still an underlying factor uh, to them. And I, I've said it before that trip is Ali's safe choice. And um, Lindsay has basically <laughs> co-signed what I've been saying. Yeah, she said it in so yeah. nice and hilarious. I kind of feel like even if Johnny is a bit out there, messy and all that, and they're the kind of in the moment type of pairing, I feel like that's he's 
a safe choice for <clears throat> Chanel as well. Not in the same way, but I feel like he reciprocates her energy. That's yeah, that's what it is for Chanel. I think he reciprocates. I feel they, 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 Ali don't. <laughs> the reason to me, like the reason why they've been rushed, I feel like it's been intentional. Um, they are the the type of in the moment pairing, like that has always been their energy on screen, and I've enjoyed that. I feel like yeah, they got married too soon, but it's still the kind of pairing they are to me. To me, it comes across as intentional as them wanting Johnny and Chanel to be more carefree and all that. Like that's always been their thing. Um, and Chanel and Allie to have that emotional connection for long-term purposes. I, I do see a triangle coming, but I don't know how well-written it will be under Ron's pen. That is my biggest worry. I mean, so far we've been, maybe not us on this podcast, but the general audience so far has been rooting for both that is a good thing for Chanel. Yeah. That is a good thing because so, there's two pairing fans. You can enjoy both. You can love one or the other, but there's fans who like on either side. So that's good. Like there are fans who are legitimately torn because they don't know what to do right now. Yeah. Because yeah, that's they, a good thing. Yeah, that's so, a good thing. so far, and I am going to knock on the wood table that is right in front of me. <laughs> Ron has not messed this up. Because the triangle has been here on, on, underneath the surface the entire time. Since August, at least. Yeah. Um, it's been working. The thing is, though, that what Ron waited too long on, but it's, get, it's coming, it's given them more mess. But since it's coming, I'm interested to see how the triangle continues. Uh, I don't know what to feel about Trip, but... He's there, I guess. Um, I feel about him that I want them to write him because they won't. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. This it's is, right. It's this not is going to be the fourth, fourth pairing or like fourth love interest he's going to lose. Yeah, but at least he was written for before. Like he did things to lose those <laughs> relationships. But I think definitely with Sierra. Well, he did. Yeah, I mean, with Sierra I at least. I, I don't, don't know. Remem- with I, rem- I don't. I barely remember his thing with Claire. Him and Haley don't really count to me. Even though he liked her, he just did that to help her, and it didn't last long. But still, um, it's the- give so- him something to do in this story. If he's gonna be there, if we have to see him, use him, Ron. He's basically just. He feels like an extra. Friend. He feels yeah, like an extra. I hope, honestly, I hope that he is his mother's son in that the way that Ava is handling Rafe and Nicole right now is what he does when he finds out about Allie and Chanel. Like, hopefully he finds out about it in a way where it doesn't come from Allie telling him and then he holds it in. And starts lashing and, out. And starts lashing out. I this would, could, if, like, if if Johnny weren't possessed, then I would say then that could be Tripp's, Tripp's um, story. But maybe, I guess maybe Johnny could tell him what Allie and Chanel did because I'm pretty sure he's going to figure it out. Or can orchestrate the reveal just for the chaos of it because the devil loves chaos. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't know what to mean. They should but have more stuff with him and, and Eva as well. Definitely. 
but and and this this could be a way to do that too because what if he does find out and he goes to his mother and then Ava and Trip end up in a way kind of scheming together because they're in the same situation I guess I mean that would work it also ties into the character's history because yeah. we've seen yeah. him scheme and the schemes this time would be a hell of a lot more believable than they were before yeah because he would actually have a reason to have a darker turn because because he's because he's, yeah he's also asked ali straight up what's up with you and chanel yeah like she, if, if you think about it there are a lot of similarities to ava Rafe, and nicole and trip ali and chanel yes which is why it has made sense that they have not been interacting at all so hopefully that will get fixed down the road but i do want to transition us to our next thing before we get to talk about the party. Oh. Um, Susan <laughs> comes to visit visit Marlena and make sure the devil is gone. She has a premonition and she's worried. As the devil takes full control of Johnny, Susan gets physically ill and vomits on Marlena's shoes. <laughs> and then Marlena takes her to the hospital where Trip is her doctor. Me and Susan had something in common this week. <laughs> How are you feeling, Nick? <laughs> But question. And this goes back to, <laughs> this goes back to what I always like to say. Violence is always the answer. Honestly, because I would I would have been because I would have took my shoe off <laughs> and beat the living hell out of Susan. It, just like with Gwen and you, you leave, can't turn the other way. You could have leaned <laughs> any other way, but you ain't my shoe. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, at least it wasn't the blazer. Oh. Now, I, no, see, I wouldn't have minded that. We would have both that. been sick. <laughs> now, question. Did that look like milk to anybody else but me? I wasn't <laughs> Like just, you was looking a little too close. That's a little weird. I because I didn't house. know. Because I did, wasn't sure what was happening. Because I was looking down. I looked up. And, it didn't look like it was food. It, it looked Stop. like milk. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the actual substance that came out of her mouth. So she vomited. Just, it, maybe it's reminiscent from when she was a cat. <laughs> See, oh, all right, let's move on. Kill. You're being <laughs> you're being filthy. Come on how, now. Wait, how was that filthy? She actually was a cat. Well, that, that's nasty. Let's move on. I don't want to know what <laughs> that is. An, no, but seriously, uh, I'm just over Susan. Is she going and staying gone for a while? I no. think so because she's well. Because next week she's gonna find out about Joe the devil. devil. Yeah, about jo- Joe Devil. But yeah, the devil has some new powers while inside of Johnny because apparently he's going to mind wipe Susan. And basically, she's gonna Ooh. be convinced everything is okay and head on back to Memphis. Yeah, I read that. I we just literally sent this that... in the group message, Nick. We literally sent. Yeah, we did. Y'all talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when you go on the Tad and Dixie. Dixie, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, back to that. I hope it sticks. I don't want to see Susan for a good six months to a year now. Not six well, months. Yeah, I'm well, over this St- character, honestly. Well, Stacy's been on set regularly. I don't know who she's been, but she's been <laughs> on set. So I think oh, good months- lord. That's, that's funny. I don't know who she's been playing, but, <laughs> but she's been there. <laughs> she's been there. So I'm just saying, prepare yourself that it might I'm good with Kristen, season. even if I don't like well, writing. No. No, I'm, I'm, also, 
I'm good with Susan. No, I, I want to see Susan interact with her family and yeah. family. Yeah, I loved her stuff. scenes with EJ. I liked her. Like, I want to see her. With I John. cannot wait to. See I'm her fine when they John. write Susan like she's a person and not a cartoon. Yeah, because even her scenes with Marlena were so sweet and so hilarious. Marlena had the line of the week for me. It really reminded me of old Marlena and Susan. Like 90s Marlena and Susan when they were actually good friends. Good friends. Like living together, good friends. And uh, I'm glad they brought that back up. Because what, what did she say? Like I had to, I had to make sure like like I, I had to make sure I had to cast the demon out of you. She's like, the only thing you're casting away is my makeup. My makeup, yeah, I holler. <laughs> so, so, so good. I just, I've really enjoyed the turn of Susan since she's come out of the crypt. Mm. Like, yeah. they've kind of yeah. found a balance mm-hmm. and they've toned her down, and it's worked really, really well. I'm kind of sad that the first Johnny Susan scenes that we're going to get is, are yeah. with Joe Devil. Yeah, but I'm very curious to see how Johnny's going to handle the fact that he basically mind wiped his grandmother. Like again, it's all like all of these things. There, there's a lot of beats here that can really be played. That I'm really looking forward to seeing. Me too. And now we move on to our final story segment, and what is arguably the biggest story here, uh, Joe Devil is now in full control and the party has begun after in a the same suit he wore two days ago. It's the same day. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a different day. It's Wait. days later. Wait. Yeah, it, it, this is a different day because it started out It started out as New Year's Eve, but then by the time we got to the day of the party, it was like two days Three after Three or four that. days later, yeah. Oh. After hilarious entrance and speeches from everyone, <laughs> Joe Devil announces he no longer wants to be married to Chanel and she is floored. Okay, first of all, that entrance was hilarious. I don't know how anybody stayed in character because <laughs> I was on the dance floor. Did you see EJ's face? <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is wrong? This little motherfucker. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even Allie's face was like, uh, bro, you good? Lonnie and Chanel were smiling. They were like, oh, maybe he's just being fun for the party. <laughs> and Alina was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> and Johnny! <laughs> well, the okay. thing is that that line is usually accompanied by an act. So a lot of the people who are old enough <laughs> to see that movie were like, yeah, oh, I already know. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, AJ, AJ was like, yo, what's up with him? I <laughs> love everyone's <laughs> reactions to him. And he even had his head in the door like they did in the movie. Like, <laughs> but he did you, did you notice how he made a sound like? Yeah, he hit the door. He yeah, pushed it, and everybody turned around, and that's when he fucked. I his haven't head seen in. The Shining, but I know like what the, the scene on days reference to. So it was hilarious. I loved it so 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 much. Um, what did we think about? John okay first of all before we before I ask about the speech um I just want to say that I love the fact that the devil in Johnny is like Joe devil and Mar devil are so completely different yeah and I one, love that Johnny's a horn dog <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, 
And it makes sense for who he's possessing. Yeah. Like Marlena, Mardevil was a sarcastic bitch and it was great and it was amazing. And like, and, and they kind of teased us a couple different times that the devil was horny while <laughs> while Marlena was possessed. But or Doug. Or Doug. <laughs> but now they are fully leaning into that with Johnny and it works. And because like he was literally flirting with everybody in the room. I couldn't believe he said I have such a hot sister-in-law. I'm like, good lord, sir, you just got married. <laughs> also, not only that, but like it, it, that cracked me up because he just recently ruined Lonnie's life. Or not I will a- not I will not mind Johnny climbing that tree. Oh my <laughs> god. Yes, he he yes, shit saying. because he was because Adela recently ruined her, or maybe not ruined per se, but like turned her life upside down. Upside down, yeah. And now he's like, my hot sister-in-law. I was laughing so hard because I was like, hey. how do you feel about John? The speech about Stefano. It was okay. weird, which it made me very believe. Weird. It made me to believe that Johnny doesn't know the full extent of what Stefano yeah. has done to Marlena and John and. Roman. Well, that isn't even what was weird for me. This is the devil. Yeah, we know the... it's the devil. The yeah. devil and Stefano do not like each other. Yeah. No, 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 no. Remember, he called Stefano his old friend. Yeah, but if you actually go back and, re- and rewatch the story, the devil was only dealing with Stefano because he was using Stefano as a way to get Marlena out of the hospital. He gave not a single fuck about Stefano and then proceeded to throw him around like a fucking ragdoll out get- of the penthouse. <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> Stefano is the closest to being evil Yeah. in that I, room. I mean, he's not alive, but like, since he I is think Johnny's. I think Johnny being a descendant of Stefano is the reason, descendant of Stefano and Marlena is the reason why it was so easy for the devil to go after him. I will say the scene earlier in the week, this isn't about the party, but I just want to mention, like the scene, I think it was the end of Monday with Johnny in the suit, standing there next, toasting Stefano's portrait with literal hellfire in the fireplace. Like that. Yeah, that was so bad. I I preferred that scene with Johnny and his portrait and Stefano's portrait than I did with Johnny's speech at the party. The speech just made me uncomfortable because the devil knows the extent to what Stefano has done to people. Johnny don't. So everybody's looking at him like, why are you talking about this man this way? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very weird. But also like Chanel, uh, uh, Lonnie and Paulina don't really know Stefano. That everyone else. Those that do were very weird out. Like, did you see did you see Allie's face? But Allie no, I, mean, I don't even think Allie knows the full extent of what Stefano Yeah, going to I don't think life. Johnny does either. I think I mean, she's just going, I just think she's just going off of vibes. I mean, Stefano wasn't her grandfather, so of course she was going to see the tenseness that Marlena or Sammy or anyone else would have for Stefano. Plus, <laughs> Stefano isn't like John and Roman. He he, he wanted to set the nobody grandkids, but his own. So... <laughs> yeah. Like... So of course Allie is gonna see the difference and be like, this man was not that great. He was an old asshole. <laughs> and of course she's gonna feel away. But uh and also I love like the the look on Chanel's face when he said, I don't want to be married to you anymore. Yeah, he, Her, went, fit- he went all around the world and back too. <laughs> like, 
I was like, just get to it, sir. One, it was a great cliffhanger to her face, but it's like, bitch, what are you talking about? Right, because he just had his tongue down her throat 30 seconds ago. He was just making love to me. I was going to say, he had his tongue down his her her throat and his other body parts elsewhere. Like, Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> that no, I mean, like literally at the party. He yeah, was, they they kiss. They at were the party. making out at the party. Yeah, yeah. Because so. when they Walk were making out, Allie looked like. Uh, yeah, yeah she, she, looked, she looked visibly uncomfortable with yeah. it. But I f- I felt so bad for Chanel because you could tell she was blindsided. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it came out of nowhere. I cannot wait to see Raven's performance on Monday. It's going to slay. Like I was pissed for her and I knew he was possessed, but I'm like, fuck you. Like, like she was, I, was, I was like, she was just wiping your boogers, you bastard. <laughs> Baby, Lonnie and Paulina are finna go off. Oh, that should, oh, that should be fun. Well, that's how Paulina gets hurt because it looks like from the spoiler pictures for Monday, like Paulina's going after him. Yeah. He's up the stairs and, and it looks like Pauline, Paulina chases after him and I'm guessing he flings her down the stairs. Jesus Christ. And then Lonnie is gonna... Did we actually see that? Yeah, we're gonna see it tomorrow. Well, we're gonna see... We're gonna see... We're gonna see see her fall. I don't know if we're gonna see her fall. (laughs) We might. I mean, they could get a stunt double and just do it. Can we talk for... what they did with Gwen. (laughs) Oh my God, Michael. (laughs) I don't think think it's gonna be that deep because it's not... Like, she's not as high up as Gwen was because they only make it, like, halfway up the stairs. But... I do hope Johnny actively pushes her though. Like I don't, I, yeah. I don't want it to be an accident. Like, I, like, I, him... I like seeing kids I mean, fall downstairs. Like, like, <laughs> do, do we think he's actually thing. gonna push her, or do I you want... think he's gonna snap his fingers and send her flying? I think he's gonna snap, and maybe not even flying, but ha- her kind of having like heart attack or something. Like heart uh, pains and then she falls. Yeah, something like that. I just want to see her fall. It's interesting because <laughs> the devil wants to create chaos, but he is... doesn't want to get found out this time. No, I was yeah. going to say he's going to create chaos, like... but he's also the reason why Lonnie softens up, softens up towards Paulina. Because that, that scare is going to do something to Lonnie and she's going to be like, oh shit, I'm almost like lost Paulina. We have spoilers for next week that she is starting to soften up. Can, can we just talk about like how the devil has been fully in charge of Johnny for like an hour and already <laughs> so much mess. Like Chanel and Johnny's marriage, dunzo. Paulina is about to take a header down the stairs, theoretically. And then well, like I, uh, I think oh I'm sorry, but I think going back to Chanel and Johnny's and I, breakup, I, I think this goes with the theme of love conquers all. Because it's awfully remnant of the devil trying to get rid of John because every time John walked into the room, Marlena yep. would pop back. Yeah. And as we can see, that was Johnny making love with Chanel. Yeah. Upstairs. And, it was, yeah. and so. it was Johnny with John and Marlena. So like Chanel is his anchor. Yeah. And the devil knows that and the devil is ex- disposing of it right quick. And I think Allie and Chanel hooking up is gonna kind of shake Johnny more. So that would make it easier for the devil to hold on to him and make it harder for his family to get him back. Yeah. 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 It's it's gonna be a mess. Okay. I have a question. Hmm. Um, because I can't figure out how these characters are going to 
cross paths realistically. We know that the devil wanted Sin's baby. We still don't know why. The devil's still here. Sierra's still pregnant. I don't (laughs) like I don't I don't uh, think are we we done with that or are I don't know because because I I was actually discussing this with a few other people now that he's in Johnny he doesn't have access access yeah like better Sierra as he did well John Johnny Johnny and Sierra are cousins but, but it's going to be weird to try to But also, you guys have to remember there is nothing in the preview for them. Well, he's already made it clear that what now? He has already made it clear that Johnny don't fuck with Ben. Yeah, like, he doesn't like Ben. Like, the day Johnny got to town was the day that Ben and Sierra got married. And Allie was leaving him to go to the wedding. And he's like, wait, you're going to the wedding of the guy who killed our brother? Oh, yeah. Yeah. so johnny don't that's what that. i'm saying like i was i'm <laughs> so i mean like if we're done with it I'm, I'm fine with that i'm just confused i don't think like just this week we had was it yeah it was just this week sierra was asking marlena what the devil wanted with their baby and marlena that was, was like, that i was don't last know week. It. they haven't since new year's eve yeah it was new year's eve yeah what right when she went to apologize and marlena mm-hmm. was like i don't know and so I was like, okay, so are, are we, is we finished or is we done? <laughs> like, I, feel, I feel like it's going to come back around. I just don't quite know how, because again, Johnny's going to have to, the devil's going to yeah, have to like, play this very smart, because if Johnny starts trying to act like he's besties with Ben, people are going to be like, uh, dude, what are you doing? You don't like that man. Yeah. Like, I can't figure out how, uh, like, it's, Allie would have been a more, like, realistic target because Allie and Sierra have a relationship. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm just like I did once I figured out he was possessed, I'm like, okay, so he's obviously staying for the baby, but they haven't mentioned it yet. So mm. I'm just waiting. I'm we're gonna see yeah. him go after Gabby, so I don't know. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what I'm so like there's <laughs> I haven't so seen I don't, any spoilers in that direction, so I'm just like, are we done with that? I I wonder if we kind of are, because I, I and then it opens up a I whole think, other can of worms. <laughs> I think someone else is going to be pregnant. Well, now I think it's Chanel. I think it's Jan. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think it, it could. I honestly think it could be a lot of characters. Listen, everybody. Now what? No, okay, what about, did, hold on. Hold on. What if everyone, all of them is pregnant? <laughs> Baby boom. And the devil, yeah. could be and the devil's building an army? Yes. yes and the devil's like <laughs> building army. some type of evil Avenger. Oh my <laughs> god. All children of the corn. Because, <laughs> let me see. We've had sin. Baby it'll coming in. Are, they're pregnant. So how, let's see. How many couples are there that have the ability? You have Eli and Lonnie, Sean Eli and Eli and Lonnie, Tripp and Allie. Johnny they don't Chanel. need no more children. No, I don't think they move. I, but I'm just saying, move. the couples that have had sex recently are Ilani, hey. Sean and Bell. Allie and Tripp did just have sex. No, <laughs> Allie has they, a kid. Okay, so do, jo- so do, so do Eli and Johnny. <laughs> like, That's true. Eli and Johnny too. And true. guess what? I said, no, they don't need no more kids. <laughs> Not right now. But Okay, but that's true. Like, if, all of Chad and Abby. Yeah. 
Jake and Gabby no. have had. Oh God, no. Well, Jake oh, and no. Gabby, Gabby can't. Oh my be God. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to say that. What if, what if Gabby, what if Mo, what if Jake can't get Gabby pregnant, but Johnny can? <gasps> oh as- shit! So wait, that means <laughs> wait, that means Gabby is going to end up having children by Will and. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, she, she is. She would be the first. Right. <laughs> Hello, oh, Alexis Jesus. Davis. Oh, oh, that's right. Sunny and Rick. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It's so messy. I could be here for it. But literally, everybody in Salem's been fucking, so anybody could have a kid. I don't yeah, like that. Be a mess. Don't, don't say that couple ever again. <laughs> Which couple? couple? Oh, Chevy? No, no. Who are you talking about? Jake and Gabby. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about them and another child in the same sentence Ooh. ever I don't again. know what you're talking about. I should all... <laughs> Mariah, we don't we don't know what you're talking about. All this shit now. <laughs> Which couple? Who? That Demera boy and Abigail. Who's oh, that Demera boy? I said Chevy. I was wondering if you were talking about them. We would never put them in having another child. But they, in the I was they're just, among the I couples who have had sex down. recently. Remember, like Adam, back in October, Adam, when Adam. every couple was banging and sold it and sold it Eric and Nicole and where did that lead us nowhere yeah but Eric and Nicole Eric has been gone for months they had sex in July and and, and guess what it went nowhere all it did was lead to a nut we're good we're good we're good we're so good we're good and on that note we are good on the story discussion because that was your week in Salem so now we are going to move on to our segments and I think we have been waiting all week all year basically since her return was announced Michael who or what is your reading rainbow I think we already know them oh yes it is time for my favorite portion of this podcast welcome to the Mavericks reading rainbow I'm not even going to give y'all a long spiel. Pelissaries. <laughs> Pelissaries, come sit your ass down. <sighs> y'all saw those scenes, right? Y'all saw everybody's song, right? Which ones? The, the, her scenes, period. Y'all saw her acting and all that <laughs> stuff? Yes, we saw them. Okay, now people can see why I be coming for your ass every chance I get we didn't want your back pissy and then you came back and gave us absolutely nothing you didn't give us no looks you didn't give us no acting you didn't give us nothing you just came you came and gave Lois on uh, Angel that's it that's all you came here for so at this point I'm going to take this ass this was your final hurrah I never want to see you again Gone back to Nashville and seen your Kentucky Fried commercial shit, whatever you're doing with that man who used to play at the wine bar. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. You can stay over here, but I'm not going to be an asshole. I'm going to give you a lovely parting gift. Oh, yeah, roll the clip. All right, Katie. Well, amazing job. Oh, Congratulations. Thank you. thank you, my dear. If you get the third one, it'll go with the other two behind you. That <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I won't say no. I will accept it. it That's what? right. And I will take it home. And I will say, and there it is. I'll put it in the back of all my Zooms, you know, all my Zoom calls. It'll be like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm a three-time I'm sorry. Man. What did you say? <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you. You're so welcome. And that 
is my read of the week. Happy 2020, y'all. 2022, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's been a long two years. It has been 2020 for a long two years, okay? <laughs> we have never bounced back from 2019. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah, so happy 2020. Yes. Moving on to our good, bad, and ugly. Ari, why don't you kick us off? Hold on. Someone else has to go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, apparently Ari has got to compose okay. herself. So Dylan, how about you? Okay. Um, my good for the week. Um, I'm just gonna go with like moments that I really enjoyed. Like I loved Tony and Anna scenes because I just I loved them and they were just so like bubbly and happy and just like a good breath of fresh air and I loved like Tony's little dressing down of EJ and Anna being so happy to meet Paulina and welcome Chanel into the family and I just I love their vibe and I want to see more of them and also I surprisingly really enjoyed Abby and Xander like I I didn't really think that I would you know, feel one way or the other about them, but I I like. He could their be her vibe. Jack. <laughs> he could be her Jack. I liked saying. their vibe. I did. I I liked I liked seeing them working together, and I like I'm open to seeing more. I I, I dug that. Um, would not mind seeing the Xander ornament on the tree next year. Here you Just go. <laughs> he gets one either way if you marry Sarah. Oh, this is true. Oh, oh, that's true, but you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm just saying you gotta be specific because you could get your wish with Sarah. Okay. If Xander <laughs> gets an ornament on the tree, I would not mind with Xander or Abigail. Because y'all know Abigail got the new knees like uh, Marlena. <laughs> well, oh my Do it, Ron. No, she doesn't have the loose the loose knees in that relationship. That's Shadow. No, Abigail. Austin. Oh, true. Were they together? No, but she no, was. But she's just weird, yo. She's <laughs> weird about <laughs> Abigail. And she did cheat on I mean, men with Chad. So yeah, it's in her history. Chad, too. Chad. Yeah, I don't think she ever Austin, on EJ. Chad, though. She's never cheated on Chad. She's cheated with Chad. Yeah. Or stole or stolen somebody else's husband, but yeah. Okay. Did she ever sleep with Dario? No, it never got. I don't think so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan, but (laughs) Abigail Kiriak is 2023. (laughs) That would be interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Maggie would look. Maggie would be over the moon. Um, my my bad was just like this is my bad and my ugly like, Rave's whole investigation into Duke the Bear's beheading because yes. oh. homie we don't care I'm I'm here to tell you right now we don't care <laughs> this is what you're using resources on <laughs> all them taxpayer dollars going to a bear like uh, okay I hope his ass gets fired next week because you are. Then again, then you again, are the top. I can't say that top. much. 
like he didn't even put a beat cop on this. Like you he, personally are investigating the beheading of Deuce the Bear. Well, okay. You ain't now, got to paperwork fair, to do. You ain't got. To be fair, we can't drag. We can't profile citizens to find. Because let's remember, okay, Kristen we, hold and on. Philip are still missing. We can't drag them too hard about the taxpayer dollars being spent on the bear because Laura is the most absentee mayor of Port Charles in history and we don't say a word. We don't no, say nothing. No, because she's been doing work remotely and they established that. So no, sir. Yeah, they have established that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give y'all that. I'm just saying. She don't be there. Either. Take a different argument because so, no, that she, one don't work. Even when she off screen, she, she always in somebody there meeting. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they've, they've also established that the one that she's working, the one that was coordinating yeah, her deputy her mayor, Charles, is, is now on Victor's payroll. So they have established well, that she has been doing her job long distance. Well, she Ray, does more work long out, distance than Ray does <laughs> while he lives in the damn I tried to help you out, man. I really did. <laughs> I tried to give you some pointers, but hey. <laughs> the blind yeah. can't lead the blind. You can't save not, everybody. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling none of that. Just I, sorry to I this think, man. I don't think any of us were. I don't even think Galen was. Like I said he's earlier, been he has for a few He's been phoning the end for a few months now, and chinning and grinning to the pub, and chinning and grinning to the public because he liked this chick. That's it. He ain't happy in this store. I, I mean, his story is a fucking obvious. stuffed bear. A bear that has existed for a fucking year. It's been a year. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. still shocked. It's been a year. It's been a year. You're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. Wait, whose turn is it? Whose turn is it? No, that was my bad and my ugly. Uh, I, oh. Okay, so we can look good. Why is Carla Corinto still there? That's all she did. All she did this week. Who's going next? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. I'm a broken record, so Nick, go ahead. I'll go. Okay, before we move on, I just have a suggestion. Now, I heard I ain't going to say her name because she, she petty and I ain't trying to get sued. I heard that lady that plays Carla Corinthos has been cutting up over there at the GH set. Tamara Braun. She ain't going I'm back not, there. They did her dirty. I'm not, I'm not saying. Why are we sending Ava off? Because Ava, Ava or Tamara. Tamara is a good actress. So we, I don't want to lose her. Talents can be used elsewhere. That's true. Her talents can be used elsewhere. Yeah, but Galen, passions her, is off so the air. Passions is off the air. He don't have much to go back to. I don't so care. He's going somewhere else. <laughs> I'm just saying. Or get the fuck out of this story. Like, I just, I'm no. just saying. The lady who's been over there playing Carla Corinthos been cutting up on set. That's all I'm saying. I ain't saying no more after that. Who's next, Tony? Oh, go. <laughs> um... My good was um, the Eli, Lonnie, Paulina scenes. I really did like them. I like the dynamic between them. I know Paulina's a lot, but that's Paulina. It's it is what it is. But I also do like Lonnie. That Lonnie's trying to establish boundaries. I love that Eli waited until Paulina was gone before he disagreed with Lonnie. 
Um, and I like that Lonnie went for Chanel. She didn't have to go for Paulina. Um, I love the party. It was a mess. It was fun. Johnny's insane, but I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what else? I'm going to stop there. Uh, my bad. Um, Steve being a dick. Um, <laughs> like just, but the thing is, it wasn't about him being, it was the fact that he was being a dick to Kayla. That was my biggest issue. Like, you knew she had a problem with it. Why did you bring it back up? Um, I'm, I maintain where I don't really need them here if their kids aren't here. I know y'all don't want them, but I want them because I don't care about these characters. Otherwise. I care about Kayla. If Steve died tomorrow, I wouldn't give a shit. Um, my ugly... Rafe. <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> just Rafe. I'm tired. I'm over it. Like I just there's Maybe nothing. Maybe they can bring Passions back for him. They ain't bringing him back that back for him specifically. Um, but we can get Teresa Holt. Okay. <laughs> Let's just move on. I'm tired. I don't. Please move us out of the story because we don't have any hope of getting Galen off of this show. <laughs> Either so like if you don't want to retired. If you don't want to put him and Nicole together, if you're going to put him in the, him and Nicole together, do it and move on. If you're going to put him and Ava together, do it and move on. Fuck this bear. No, don't, Fuck don't this do triangle. That. I don't want to see any more mentions of this bear or this triangle. It's stupid. It's not even a triangle. He's being a dick to both women. I'm tired. I want him dead at this point. I'm over it. Because neither one of them deserve him. Well, he he don't deserve neither doesn't one. Doesn't deserve neither one of them. Translation: honestly. Nobody deserves Rafe. No one deserves Rafe. That's just mean. It's not it's even mean. hope. Not it's, even it's hope. Not did. even hope. She deserved him. <laughs> Wait, Michael, you forgot something. Not even Grandma Hope. <laughs> yeah, been, go on, my evangelist. Go You've been going on about her being a grandma for yeah. months. <laughs> and didn't oh, mention it now. to Ariette this week. Yep. <laughs> Messy. <laughs> and that's my good, bad, and ugly. Go ahead. All right. All right. You on this podcast now. <laughs> I have left my legacy. All of y'all have gotten shady as hell <laughs> over this year, and I love that. Um. So Go my... on, evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> Man. You're gonna make me laugh, and I, I can't do my good man and ugly while I'm laughing. This is the second time you got me in a shit of giggles when you were on your 2020. <laughs> Why did you bring it back up? Because okay. I didn't lie, and that's what was funny about. Really, <laughs> are you good, or are you to go? I'm good. No, you go. I'm going to laugh. Oh, my God. I have to use my phone. <laughs> I'll go laugh. So I will make this fast. My good is um, everything Carson Boatman and Johnny being possessed. I have loved every single thing about it. He is bringing le- le- levels to possess Johnny. You're able to see that there's a difference between regular Johnny and possessed Johnny. Like, I am loving the continuation of the story. I am here for this and I cannot wait to see where this goes. Um, my bad is everything related to Rafe Hernandez and the murder of Duke the Bear. I do not give a cinnamon toast fuck about any of this. Oh, Tony, you got the title. <laughs> 
just I really thought it was gonna be landing strip, but you got it. <laughs> And they won't let it go. That's the issue. They just won't stop it. At this point, Ron is just being petty because he knows we hate it. So he is putting us in hell and I want out. I want to cast out the devil that is Duke the Bear. He has been a plague on this show for a fucking year and I am done. Grown adults should not be this invested in a thing that does not breathe. Move the fuck on. (laughs) What's your ugly shit? Oh, just wait. Oh, We're God. Ugly. It's Steven. Earl. I knew it. Not Earl. Go ahead and drag Popeye the sailor. My babes get no rest. No, they don't. My foot is never coming off his neck because he deserves it. No, 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 no. Say what she said in the group chat, Tony. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> You're going to have to remind me. I say so much shit. The wheel. What? The wheel on his neck. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I said, I'm going to no. put my wheel on his neck. <laughs> because I literally cannot, and not even for all the other stuff we discussed during the main discussion there is one thing that we forgot that absolutely fucking enraged me how fucking dare you sir volunteer xander mm-hmm. oh volunteer john to help xander look for sarah are you kidding first of all okay. john's wife was just possessed you really think he gives a fuck about anything else going on in Salem right now Absolutely not. And even if that was not the case, the man shot his wife. Why on God's green earth do you think that man would help? Honestly, Fuck you. though, in his defense, they, no one ever plays that. They don't. Yeah, they don't play that anymore. The only person that plays it it's is sad, God. but it's true. The only person who <laughs> plays it is John. Because literally, Fuck every time you see Xander, it's on site. It just it annoyed me. That already killed any goodwill we had at Christmas. Then you had him making jokes to Kayla about the kiss, which already left just all kinds of wrong. And then he makes the joke in front of Marlena. Like, why, dude, what are you doing? Like, at this point, can Steve just go away? If Ron is going to continue to punish Stephen Nichols for his behavior four years ago now, can he just punish him by making him lose his job? Because at this point- Now, to be fair, to be fair, he and his fans, they dug this hole. Yes, they did, but it has been four years. But it's, yeah, but- been, it's been too long. I'm I'm not a, I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying they they dug this hole. Now they gotta get themselves out. And it's well, like it's there's been no four signs years of getting out. Yeah. It's like you got you had like you had your fun with Stephen O's story. You brought yeah. oh, I'm, I'm not was- saying y'all are wrong. I'm, I completely agree. It's weighing a little too thin now. Yeah, but at, at the point, end like, of the day, it's what he deserves. I wish they'd go ahead and fire him. Cause but it's not what we deserve. Passive. It's not what we deserve. And it's yeah. getting to the point yeah. now where it's getting uncomfortable to watch the character because they're literally doing everything they can to make him 
unrootable. It started yeah. last mm-hmm. year during Ali's rape story. But then it continued when they made him an anti-vaxxer. Ooh. Yeah, this seems like deliberate. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's coming off personal and unprofessional. And it's just like, I, I mean, that's I'm why, like, like, honestly, I'm at the point where, like, when Steve does annoying shit, I don't even, like, respond to it anymore because I know what it is. Like, it's just, it's gotten to that point where he does something irritating and I'm like, oh, that goes wrong again. I would not mind another Cassidine in Port Charles. That's all I'm saying. No, Me I neither. Agree. I would yeah. love that. Especially with Laura just coming back to, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that brings yeah, me joy. I would I would not be opposed to that, but that is my good, bad, and ugly. Um, all right, are you ready to give us your good, bad, and ugly? I am. So my good, um, it was the Yulani scenes. I find them so refreshing, like the way they discuss things and even like disagreeing about things they just reach a mutual understanding like i mentioned before i get where lonnie is coming from i get where paulina is coming from and i actually like that they have built this up for lonnie to eventually soften up to to paulina next week it's been steadily building so even if you fall on the one side or the other i still like how they built it up so um that gets my good and also the party it was messy it was fun we need to have tony and al anna full term on the show because oh god i love them their scenes were fun um honestly everything to the party like tied to that um especially friday's episode um and uh, my bad is going to be a bit different than the rest of you. But Susan, I have had enough of this character. I don't want to see her on my screen anymore. I basically put her on mute or fast forward. I can't do that live, but like it's exhausting to watch her. Um, so yeah, my ugly... A fucking year. Come on. Duke the Bear has lasted a freaking year. Why is Rafe investigating this a story? Why? Why? Is this your original ugly or did finding out that it lasted a year change it? No, it was my my original. (laughs) Now I'm just 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 mad. I'm just mad because it has lasted a year. I thought it was a few months, like since summer. No, because they went. They went right after Christmas. They went to that carnival and found the bear. What's that in 2019? 2020. 2020. 2020. Oh, shit. 2020. I forgot. No, 2020. We, <laughs> I forgot it's 2022. <laughs> Wait. Did they start? Did she get no, it on Christmas? It started in 2020. It started, like, because, like, they had that first scene around Christmas when they I were, told like, y'all it's been a long two years. And then right after that, like, yeah, but it's been I want to say early <laughs> January 2021 is when Duke the Bear entered the chat. Oh, basically a year. Yeah. Why? A freaking bear gets more air time than other characters or like other stories. That the you- bear is getting more story than Eli Grant. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm well, tired of this problem. bear. You know what? Hmm. I'm going to burn that bear myself. 
<laughs> no, but anyway, um, so yeah, that whole bear. We thing. thought that destroying the bear would be the end of it. And it's not. Like, it's not. Bitch, you thought. Oh my god, what I I don't even have words to say. I'm just over it. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, the good was the party scenes, Ilani scenes. Um, the bad. Duke the bear so is our aluminum bar. Ugly. It's in your like. It's unanimous. We all hate that damn bear and what they're doing with the story. Wait, uh, are you? Was that your ugly? Yeah, the bear. Oh, uh, I was about to say, is that just your bad? I would hate to hear what your ugly is. <laughs> my bad. Oh, my my bad was Susan. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I I can. I guess it's safe to. I can stand. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> She's exhausting. So. I just rushed through my good, bad, and ugly because the rest of the week didn't do anything for me. But like this whole Xander, Sarah, Gwen, Abby, I didn't feel anything. But it wasn't on the level of it being really bad. It's just, or maybe I did tweet that it was <laughs> the story is going to be terrible. But I need to see the full story before I have an opinion about it. So as of right now, Susan gets my bad, and uh, Duke the Bear gets my ugly. Cause no. So is it safe to say? And this is where like Nick, Tony, and Dylan. Is it safe to say that Duke the Bear is our aluminum ball? Yeah. Yeah. What's the aluminum ball? It's another world reference. I don't really know the full context, but I know that once the Lumina Ball entered the chat, it was kind of like a never-ending thing and it never went away. And no one enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's also our Peter. It's also... Um, Daniel Jonas was our How Peter. long did the elephant last? Literally and figuratively. The elephant only lasted a few months. This has lasted a few years. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The elephant was good at first. It no, was it not. not. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I'm no, not going to let you do that. I wasn't watching. I can't I'm say, not oh, it was good. I'm not going to let you tell that. you are telling. I ain't going to let you tell that lie. Because I used the wrong word. I used the wrong word. Not only did Melissa Archer and Greg Vaughn have anti-chemistry, that story was stupid. First off, you just have a natural beef with Melissa Archer, so we're going to shut you down right now. No, I don't. She should have been Sarah Horton. Thank you. She she was terrible in the role. The role was pointless. The character was the one pointless. That's why nobody gave a fuck when she died. Well, no, but here's the thing. The, the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, the elephant at its core, at its core, was passable at first. Duke the bear was never a good thing. We never liked that. It was never good. It was not great. It was terrible. The, <laughs> the only thing passable about the elephant was the fact that there was supposedly an element of danger there, and that's it. See, it was passable. It had something there. We just didn't like it long term. <laughs> we 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 was intrigued by the elephant at first. Duke the bear. We? As soon as I was never intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I like I, I, I watched sir. it because I liked Eric at the time, and <laughs> we saw how that ended. So you may have enjoyed that. <laughs> Nobody else here did. It, it was interesting at first. Duke the Bear was never good on paper. The elephant was good on paper. Duke the Bear shouldn't it shouldn't never touch paper. <laughs> the thing is, I don't think Duke, I don't think Duke the Bear was actually supposed to be a story, but here we are. 
I think it's it probably okay, a one-off so thing. We are they... diverging from the point yet again. So, Michael, I'm going to ask, what is your good bad? <laughs> yeah, I was I was about to go there. I'm going to take my good up two weeks back, 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 and go with the return of Greg Vaughn. It was very pleasing to me. Those scenes with him and Nicole, even though he didn't mention Holly, was very pleasing to me. My bad. Duke the Bear. Race in the cold and Duke the Bear. Kill it with fire. I'm done with it. it it's been a year. It's been a year. Nobody is liking Nicole and Rafe. Nobody's liking Ava and Rafe. Just like the conversation Maybe the we have about <laughs> the problem I, is I, I, was about to get, I, was, I was about to get there. Just like <laughs> Abby Newman, Abbott Chancellor, oh Lord, Ross, whatever her name is. It gets to a point where you realize if this act or actress does not have chemistry with any of the people we throw at them. Maybe, just maybe, we need to get rid of the actor slash actress. And my ugly, Pelissa Pissy Reeves, uh, she ruined Christmas for me. Literally, when she came on, I was the reverse Grinch. My heart grew three times smaller that day. That was a weird ass episode. <laughs> when she came in to see Abigail, everyone was screaming, and I thought it was because it was her. But no, I, I, I just wasn't feeling it. When she came in the time at Alice's house, I thought the tree was going to catch fire again. I, Hilarious that nobody by, even asked what happened. By the way, yeah, that that was another thing. Uh, speaking of things, we need to question. I'm going to sidebar, and we're going to make this really quick, but I have to know. So no one is going to bat an eye that Steve is driving a car with one eye? <laughs> so nobody has questioned this? I nobody. I did not expect you to go there. I did not. Charlie, don't worry. I was expecting you to go either. Um, maybe that's why Kayla decided to go with him. He didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Where did Dylan, that come from? Dylan, Dylan that's your boy. I said, what? I said, Dylan, that's your boy. <laughs> Listen. Nope. I'm like. You just riding the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm just on the way. <laughs> I can't. I mean. Tony. Tony. Your way into anything. Explain. What am I? What am I explaining? How yeah, is that man driving with one eye? I think. I, I think you can. Like I think. I, so he going into the DMV. As long as his, his as long as his eyesight and his good eye is at a certain threshold, and it's not the threshold that can make you legally blind, because it's not like it's not like I mean his other eye literally doesn't exist. Like, it's not there. So he literally only has the one eye. So as long as the one eye meets the standards, it should be fine. But doesn't that block his depth perception with missing one eye? 
And why are we? My why? U- <laughs> I'm, my ugly. I, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm tuned out for a bit. What are we talking about? <laughs> I got a fucking Because that was reading on back to Okay. Okay. My ugly. Okay. Let's let's get off the air. Let's get off the air, please. Mo, mo, let me finish. Let me finish. I'm almost done. My ugly is Calissa Pissy Reese and the fact that Steve is driving with one eye. That is my ugly. Okay. I am going to make an executive decision that we are going to skip the watching it wrong because this episode has lasted <laughs> damn near I four have hours. One. Okay, make it really fast. Okay, so someone on Twitter said, in some ways, Charlie reminds me of a Joel. A Joel. Ooh, that was almost going to be mine. Go ahead, continue. And that some folks want Charlie as they don't like who Ali is with. So they want Chanel to carry her to something better, better whether or not Ali is deserving. Plus, it ignores that Al is, that Chanel is explicitly in love with Johnny. So here's the thing: let's not downplay that Charlie has a fan base, has had a fan base since the moment they met on screen, almost a week, which was before almost a year. Were ever officially a thing? It was before Johnny. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, they've had a fan base from the moment they met on screen a year ago when Precious was in the role. They were a potential pairing before Trip and Allie became a thing and before Johnny became a factor in the story. Charlie may not have gotten the main focus in the storyline, but they've always played up the emotional angst for Charlie in one way or another. Just own that you're not a fan without reaching for reasons to diminish Charlie as a pairing their build-up, or their fan base. That is my watching or wrong. And I co-sign everything Ariat says because if we, because that was when we were going to do the segment that was going to be mine. So everything Ariat said, I agree. Do we have any other final thoughts or shall I wrap this baby up? Please. Okay. <laughs> well, this has Kill Rafe and a- Jake. <laughs> Kill Rafe and Jake, please. I'm tired. This has been a rather long-winded <laughs> edition of Soap Dish Salem style. We are back and better than ever this year. I hope you all had a good time and we'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Later, y'all. Bring back Katie McClain. It's already happening, sir.